This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Highlander and Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. It's just better to die for the From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River from Cleveland, Ohio, USA, tonight we are the Emperor's Court, live here from Cleveland, Ohio, on btwproductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio, as always, by the Highlander. Always a pleasure. And Highlander, it has been three long months since we were here on these airwaves live. Has it really been three months? It's been three months. Three months. May 21st was our last show before we took a break uh, due to me getting married. So You're lucky I didn't take over the show. It would have been like, joining me in studio is my co-host, my guest host, if I had taken over the show like you would ask me to. Well, you could have. The only problem having been that you didn't have a machine that could run it. This is very true. Yeah, so, and actually as it happens, we now have a brand new SAM program, as I was mentioning in the pregame, courtesy of all you great donators who donated to VTW Productions in our absence, we now have an actual full, full working version, legitimate version, of SAM Encoder. So our thank you to everybody who donated. Thank you. Uh, I got nothing to talk about. You have I nothing have to talk nothing. about? nothing. In three months, I didn't take any notes. It, it has been a very slow three months. Nothing really has gone on, even in the world. Nothing, nothing going on. Nothing. The world really, when when we shut down, the world shuts down. I'm not even and, sure the internet and, was running in that reason. time. For yes, good reason. Yes, that's right. There's something like an oil slick somewhere, and you know, some Chinese guy did something or other. We are the it. axis that the world turns upon. Would that be the axis of evil? No, dun, I'm not dun, North dun. Korean. I'm not Iran. Anyways, let's start the show with a prayer. Uh, I, you, you, you can go ahead with that. I, I will do that, since I know you're very anti-religious. I will I, go ahead and do that. I, I totally respect your superstitions. If you want to go ahead and dip, that's totally fine by me. This is from the Archbishop Shriggs, Archbi- Archbishop of the Cult of the Emperor. <clears throat> Our Emp, who art in Clan 1G, leet be thy show. Thy showtime has come, thy meltdown done, on earth as it is in VTW. Give us this day our quickening. And fear the show's cancellation, as we fear our show's cancellation from those against us. Lead us not unto Gnomtar, but deliver us from Twilight. For thine is the Scarlet and Gray, and the Epic and the Dull Ultra Sharp Monitor. Forever and ever, Trunks. That is pretty funny. It is. I, for those who don't know, Shriggs, uh, uh, one of the big contributors to the show here uh, on his own merit, 
has posted in the VTW forums the Cult of the Emperor's Prayer, which is basically the Lord's Prayer just bastardized and a little bit of blasphemy thrown in for good measure. One one question, though. Yes. I, I don't quite understand the part about the Dell Ultra Sharp monitor. Is there is there a reason that was put in there? I mean, I was, obviously you're not Shriggs, but I would figure since it's your your prayer about the show that there there might be a reason. Something that. actually happened while while you were gone, and I don't know if I ever mentioned it. I probably should have. And people are showing. I, I we're keeping an eye on here on this this video wall here that's uh, on vtwproductions.com. If you go there, if you have a webcam, God help us all. But apparently, you can actually get on this thing, and other people can look and see you. And some dude in the middle is holding up something to the camera. I have no clue what it is. It could be a pack of smokes. I don't know what it is. Anyways, yeah, it's this Dell Ultra Sharp Monitor. I actually got this. You see, Blizzard actually had this, uh, what was it, the uh, World of Warcraft Arena Shoutcast Competition 2009. A World of Warcraft Arena. Yes. So, so basically, people fought, and you commented on it. I'd, okay, that's Smirnoff. You're drinking Smirnoff? Ouch. Where's no, your, no. Friend, friends where's your tampon let, there, buddy? Friends don't let friends drink Smirnoff. No, it's, it's, it's for me. It's, well, not it's, straight men, anyways. It's, it's Belvedere, Grey Goose, or nothing. When it comes to vodka. That's right. Okay, so he went French, and some fat guy had a TV show. Nice. It's very You nice. know what it is for me? It it's IBC, Stewart's, or Go Home. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. When you graduate from fifth grade, give me a call. We'll, I like we'll, fifth grade. We'll, the girls are easy and souls to work. We'll let you put on the big boy pants so you can try something other than the I Shirley like Temple. Getting A's. I like being the big fish in the small. I get to push kids around. That's a nice change of pace. Anyway, you were talking about this monitor. This ultra-sharp monitor I got. Okay. Yes, it's a fantastic. It's an absolute giant 30-inch. It is. HD monitor, courtesy of Dell and Blizzard, for winning their contest. There, there was a contest. Yes, and I won it. It was you phenomenal. Won it? Wow! That, and that's they shipped incredible. it to me and beta keys for Starcraft. Beta too. keys. Yes. Is there no some. end to the? It's like Christmas every day. <laughs> every day I get home and turn it on. Yeah, Christmas uh, every day. <laughs> some things never get old, and that's some things one never of, get old. That's right. So I was checking out to All see right. exactly what we're running against. We are on a new day and time. Yeah. We were doing the show on Friday nights, but unfortunately, uh, not that Saturday nights are much better, but I guess they are a little bit. A little bit, although tonight we're going to miss the first hour of the Cleveland Browns preseason. Well, we game. have this giant 50-inch Samsung TV I have here that I did not win but bought. Uh, we can put it on there and actually watch it. So this if there's true. like we can, we long can watch pauses Jake, of dead so air So we'll watch uh, Jake DeLome throw some interceptions. Yes, and then, or you know, fall down and fall you know, down pretend and he got down. sacked. Yeah. Or that yeah, I guess that's more of a sure. Brady Anderson thing. Yeah, whatever. Not Brady Anderson. What the hell is that guy? Brady name? Anderson? Derek Anderson. Brady Anderson, I think, is the Oriole. You're thinking of Brady Quinn. Yeah, all right. No, Brady Anderson <laughs> you're played You're putting them all... two together. You, you're, Bra- putting, you're taking Listen, two bad Dick, quarterbacks and he, putting them together. That's right. Like or one mediocre baseball player who played for the Orioles and hit 50 home runs Brady in one Anderson. season and never did anything again. Yes. Steroids! I, I would never. Right, that's right. And then disappear off the face of the earth the next year. Go figure. <laughs> all right. So anyway. We have a lot of topics, topics to get to tonight. But we two things we must get to beforehand. First beforehand? is, okay. yes, our... Congratulations, I believe, to Octail and the Hordax has their fourth anniversary as a show tomorrow. Four years. Yes, fourth anniversary for their show. So, I mean, that's a big deal for them. For me, I, you know, we don't care when doing this for, I lost track of time. Off and on, yeah. Yes, it, in one format or another. So, four years for them. Congratulations to them. However, a much bigger anniversary and birthday comes tomorrow, August the 15th, 1996. The significance of that day? I'm going to guess it's the birth of Clan Imperial Guard? It was. Of course I knew that. Being a founder, you should. I should, yes. I was there. Actually, uh, I think four of the founders are still around, still playing. Uh, actually, I was supposed to go with one of them to the baseball game last night, but we decided to go a couple weeks from now, get better tickets. So, yes, on well tomorrow, on August 15th, 1996, myself, along with five others, including Highlander, formed Clan Imperial Guard, 
probably one of the oldest, if not the oldest, still operating online clan. Yeah, probably. Ever. I mean, it's 14 years. I'd, I'd say you'd be hard-pressed to try and find some other ones that are still around. I mean, certainly, right. certainly groups were formed before us, but have since gone by the wayside. I'm sure I've taken large breaks in between, but this has been continuous from start to finish. We've always been around. And with StarCraft Two, well, the future's bright. A lot of us have been playing that. I played it a little bit. I don't. What do you think? Let's, let's okay. just launch into StarCraft Two because a right, couple different things right, I, I, I know you have me before. Yeah. I don't hate StarCraft Two. Okay, but the problem I have is the same thing that the Baron has. He and I are in agreement on this. Really, StarCraft Two is StarCraft One with better graphics, and that's not. Right, a, and we that, knew that going in. That, that's not a bad thing, but to me, why? I mean, I don't. I don't play a lot of StarCraft in the first place. I don't see the reason why I'd have to pony up 50, 60 bucks. 60. It's at 60? Yes. Okay. Why I'd have to pony up 60 bucks for StarCraft with better graphics. I mean, really. And then you have to opinion. pony up 40 bucks more, twice more, to get the other two campaigns. Of course. Supposing you care about the first player. Exactly. You know what? And, and what you and the Baron have been saying has actually been, been pretty much echoed with the rest of the clan. Um, I know Arthros, Desperado, uh, a couple of other guys have not picked up the game yet because they're not sold on it being... That entertaining. And basically right. their opinion is, it, it, you're right, it's StarCraft 1 with better graphics. Right. And the single-player campaign is not enough for us to go out and shell out 60 bucks for that. I, I've never really cared about the single-player game for hardly any I of those genres. I haven't in a long time. Yeah, really. I think Quake 1, once I got a taste of online competitive play, sure. single-player just kind of went out the window. Yeah. I never really cared about it ever, you know, ever again. But, you know, we're split about half and half. I know I've got it. Mechahawk's got it. I think Buckwild just picked it up. Syndicta has it. Molten's been thinking about it. Uh, Neva, I know Zay's got it. Neva and Sinner don't have it yet. They're thinking on it. They're on the fence. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are waiting to see what the rest of us thought about it. But at least in my circle of friends who are playing games, majority of us have the exact same opinion. It's okay. It's all right. right. Is it that big of a jump from Warcraft 3? Is it that big of a jump from StarCraft? In graphics, yes. The gameplay... Now, that, uh, that's a little sad when you think of how old StarCraft really is. I mean, it yes. came out in, what, 97? Yes. So if, if you've really not done anything to the engine or done any groundbreaking new things with the game other than to improve the graphics in... What, 13, 14 years? Yes. Well, and you um, know what? It, now, maybe, now, I'm, I'm sure that if you went to Blizzard, their argument would be, you know, why, why ruin a good thing? If, right. If, if it ain't and broke, we've had that discussion it. before. Exactly. Right. But really, it, it, it does beg the question, like, really, you can't think of anything that you really could change around and, you know, a new faction, you know, a, something? You know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, was, do you really think that three is, is the best number in terms of... Different units and different styles of gameplay. Well, here's and the thing. Uh, real quick, because Dunlop actually has a good point. We forgot once again to tell people how they can get in contact. Oh, with right. Us. So, right, right. one second here. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. There we go. All right. So, here's the thing. One of the problems that Blizzard had for the longest time, and some would argue that they still had this issue is that with four races in Warcraft 3, they never found a way to balance it to the degree that StarCraft 1 was. Okay. All right? And I think the idea, and, and there are some balance problems with StarCraft 2, and right now, a lot of people, um, both on the ladder and in general casual players, saying the same thing, that Terran are grossly overpowered. I don't know if they're grossly overpowered, but they most certainly have distinct advantages the other two races don't well, have. Isn't, now, is it, it, in fairness, isn't that because of, of the three installments, this is the Terran installment? 
So shouldn't Terrans have a bit of an advantage? Not really, because the installments are mainly as far as the first player goes. It's been my understanding. Okay. Now, they may add some small things to the next two, but by and large, as far as on pl- online play is considered, no. I mean, to me, that would make no sense. If you're trying to make a game that's going to be competitive right from the start, and uh-huh. let's be honest, that's what Blizzard has in mind sure, with this. Yeah. You're not going to release a game that has a distinct advantage for one race over the others when you know you have months before the next installment comes. Otherwise, what's the point? Sure. It has to be Terran against Terran against Terran. That, no, that, that's not the case. There is some balancing needs to go on, but I think it is easier to balance three races against each other and add new units as opposed to adding a fourth race. And if you're, if you're actually going to stick with the story continuity, which Blizzard has been more than willing to throw by the wayside in years past for right. World of Warcraft, uh-huh. there is no fourth race, and you'd be hard-pressed to create one just to fit the niche. The Zelnaga? I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm, could, I'm, I'm, but, I'm not saying this is what you should do, but if right. if you're putting my feet to the fire, the only other race I could think of would be the Zelnaga. I think what it comes down to, though, is that Blizzard didn't want to rock the boat. They wanted to put out a brand new RTS, uh, something other than World of Warcraft, to try and uh, try and grab back the crowd that have left WoW. And let's be honest, there's a lot of people not playing WoW anymore. I know the next expansion is coming up, Cataclysm is coming up. I've talked to Total Biscuit about that. A lot of us have seen his videos. And if you're really into World of Warcraft, you're really excited about it. If you're kind of casual about it, you're a casual gamer, you probably don't give a damn. So, lo and behold, here comes StarCraft II. It drops, and it sold a million and a half copies in its opening week. So, for a PC title... In, in America or just worldwide? Worldwide. Worldwide? I believe wow. it's, uh, I think it was a million copies, hard hard copies, and 500,000 downloads. I would, I would love to see what the breakdown is in terms of how many people in, say, America versus, like, South Korea or something like that. So, I, you know, maybe Nunlef can check it out and see exactly what the breakdown is as far as who bought what. I, I think we are pretty much know exactly how that's going to work. That, see, now, that to me is the real key. If, if, if South Korea gets on the StarCraft II bandwagon, then that might fuel the engine in terms of more people being interested in it. Because really, if, if, if the Koreans like it, then everyone else will like it because the Koreans are undoubtedly the, the masters of StarCraft. Mosky Bear says, well, didn't they add a faction or two factions for WarCraft? Because WarCraft II only had the two factions. Yeah, they did. However... You can make that jump an argument. If you want to talk, in, as far as the storyline goes, yeah, absolutely, because there was more people out there that you could add to the story. In StarCraft, you're pretty much stuck. You've got Protoss, you've got Zerg, you've got humans. That's it. Unless you pull a brand new one come out of some other galaxy and invades and That's the only everybody. thing you could think, like some that you've never heard of, and they come out of nowhere and they invade everyone. Yeah, so and that's not exactly original. And So, you know, there's a bunch of things that... that I don't like about StarCraft 2. Most of it is Battle.net related. Uh-huh. There's still no chat. There's no clan support, which pisses me off to no end. I had all the guys on, me and Black Meanie and the rest of the guys were on, ready to form a clan, just like it was in Warcraft 3, assuming we would need 10 guys to form it. We were in the beta. We didn't play when they brought it back for two weeks. I mean, who cared? Mm. But I got in there, and then nothing. No clan support. No chat lobbies. Hmm. Oh, but we do have real ID is still in there, and I haven't yet figured out how to turn it off for me. Really? Yeah, this is the big controversy while you and I were gone. This is the big thing that Blizzard stepped in. This is the giant manure pile that they kind of stumbled in and fell face first into. Do you know about the real ID thing, the big controversy? The real ID? If, if yes. I had to take a guess, no, but I'm, I'm going to guess it's uh, making sure that you are the actual one playing your character as opposed to somebody else playing it? Uh, kind of. Okay. And this has been to beat ad nauseum, but it's not something we actually kind of covered. Uh, actually, uh, one of our, my clanmates actually called me up last week. Invicta gave me a ring because he wanted me to discuss this on our show back. Uh-huh. And I told him, like, you know, dude, pretty much everybody has covered this. Anomai's covered it. Octane Hordak had covered this, etc. And they said, yeah, 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 but we got to hear what you want to have to say about it. So here's the gist. Blizzard, in their infinite wisdom, decided they want to be the next social networking 
to hell with Facebook, you're going to go to Blizzard. Okay. So, none left has failed us. Couldn't find the individual country breakdown. You are a failure. God, if I had something, do I have anything here on my... Yeah. Trying is the first yeah, step towards failure. Uh, it's just, you are gay. That's <laughs> yeah, for you, none left. Okay. Um, here's the thing. The real idea was that your accounts when in StarCraft II and in World of Warcraft and in the forums would be tied directly to your Battle.net account. Okay. Where you have to create one ba- one account to rule them all. All right. Your Battle.net account would then be good for every other Blizzard game you buy. All right. However, okay. since most people sign up with their real names because it required you know some kind of, of verification of who you are, sure. instead of your character name appearing when you post on the forums, it would be your real name. Ooh, okay. Instead of in-game, any person that you put on your friends list would see your real name. So instead of seeing Emperor, it would have my real name up there. I see. And of pe- course. And people don't like seeing having their real names there? Would you? I guess it wouldn't really bother me. I mean... See, it's funny because one of the, the only reason, boys did the same thing. The only reason why I would think I wouldn't want my real name on there is if I wanted to be a dick to everyone. Right. And start typing crap and talking smack. But then, of course, it would get back to me because that's my real name up there. But why if are you I can looking put the, at me so meaningfully? Oh, well, I don't know. But anyway, I, that, that to me would be the only reason why. Is okay. Because people want to say things that they're afraid to say if people knew what their real names were. Okay, well, see, a Blizzard employee thought much the same as you did okay. and went ahead and posted with his real name and said, see, I'm not worried. It's not, you guys can't do anything to me. See, it's no big deal. That was the wrong move. They then proceeded to take his name, find out his home address, his home phone number, his family's phone number, his email, his work email, all kinds of personal information that he was not aware that you can get, a, get and then posted it on the Blizzard forums for everyone to see. Right. People actually called him at home. People were sending emails at home, emails at work, got calls at work. Shortly thereafter, this giant riot on their forums, Blizzard decided, you know what? That's a bad idea. We're going to go ahead and stop that. We're not going to do the real ID after all. <laughs> I mean, it took hundreds and thousands of people writing to these guys saying, nobody wants this. And this goes back to what we said before. Look, I like the internet because I like my anonymity. Okay? It's, I got to deal with assholes every day of my life. It's nice to be able to go online and not have to worry about somebody that I they have to worry about how I play or how I talk or what I do because, God forbid, it should come back to haunt me later. Okay, it's a nice way for me to blow off steam. Does that mean I go and treat everybody like crap? Yes, yes but <laughs> I, I could have yes, answered I, that for you. <laughs> the internet is the only is the last place we are truly free, and that's one thing that I don't want. As I like anonymity, I don't want a million people knowing who I am. God, for, okay, what happens to this if I play you online, or I play random some scrub online, and I beat the hell out of him in the game? Okay. This guy, and you know there are people out there, we know people like this, that get so mad that they lost the game. Right. That they will hunt down whatever information they can find on you to make your life, your real life, a living hell. Well, because you went and beat them in a game. Bear in mind, they can do that now. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a little a more difficult. Hard, that's right. Because I, they, they find out what your IP address is, and that narrows down where you live. And then they can, you know, start going from there and start deducing where it is you are and all that kind of good stuff. I, back me up. Okay, let's just show a hands of people at home here. Raise your hand if you actually like, I'm sorry, if you hate the real ID idea that Blizzard has. That's my question. You want to raise your hand at home, whether we can... If you, if you hate the idea? If you hate the real idea. I, I, I'm sure right now everybody's sitting at home raising their hand. Because, look, everybody wants their anonymity. Nobody wants to actually have their real name on there. And for that very reason. Not to mention, I, okay, see, there's a couple of people raising... Oh, I can actually see people raising their hands. 
Okay, you don't have to stick your finger up, your middle finger up, we get that. Uh, the dude on the left. That's kind of funny, but... Okay, the point is, people want their anonymity. They don't want their real name out there. I don't either, for that matter. In, in our little circle of the internet here, you know, we're a little more uh, higher profile, okay? We're going to be not as... I tell you what, it's not as bad as it was in Warcraft 3 when it first started. Dude, I couldn't enter a game back when I was doing uh, some of the games for a lot of different websites. I couldn't get a game where somebody didn't know who I was. Oh, is this game being broadcast? Oh, you're doing this live? No, I'm just playing. Oh, cool. Well, you're going to do this replay later? No, I'm not going to do this replay later. Oh, cool. Watch this. And they do something ridiculously stupid. Okay? If we were to enter a game and they see Emperor or Highlander on Battle.net, and our real names are there. Oh, these are the guys that are on the radio. That we can be screwed with. I don't like that it's idea. Possible. It's very I, possible. I think that probably the option would be the best way to go. You would have the option of putting your real... Which way, you could do that anyway. Supposedly, Blizzard is supposed to give you the option of turning it off. I haven't found it yet, if okay. it does exist. It very well may. Battle.net 2.0 is not the most you know, friendly of things to use. Okay. But uh, I, I know I, yeah. you pretty much play the single player, so I know you haven't yeah. done a whole lot online. I get right, that. Right. So. so I'm just sort of ambivalent on the whole thing. But no, I, I think that the best way to go either to either turn it off or have the option of using your real name or your handle, whatever you want to call it. So I, it's a mixed bag for me as far as, as StarCraft II goes. Um, I'm Platinum Ladder in 2s, an arranged team. I'm Gold Ladder in 3s, arranged team, and 3s, uh, random team. So I'm, I'm steadily, I tell you what's kind of depressing. I look at these douchebags online. There's one, I'm ranked second on my ladder. I played, I'm thinking like 27 and 15. Uh-huh. Like 12 games above 500. And some artard above me is like ranked number one. He's like 90 wins and 114 losses. Wow. I'm like, how in God's green earth are you that crappy of a player that you're ranked number one with a losing record? This is what's wrong with this country. These people need to be wiped off in the face of it. God, I hate failure. You're, you're, you're that mad because some guy played StarCraft II 100 and whatever times? He's yeah. got 200 games in. He's 14 he's, games below 500, and somehow that jackass is ranked higher than me with a winning record. I, I, I would assume it's because wins are worth more than losses. The only reason I could think of. If that was true with 100 wins, then he'd be ranked a lot higher. My guess is that... Well, he said he was number one. How high can he's he go ranked the number one? Because you get promoted then to the next... Oh, okay. That's okay. right. It goes like uh, there's uh, copper, silver, gold, platinum, diamond. Okay. okay. I'm just trying to think. You know, I've With 27 wins, I started off in like copper. And I deliberately lost my first five matches because I wanted to start off slow. Uh-huh. And I didn't realize exactly, you know, how slow I was actually starting. I was playing against people that are slow. <laughs> how many? And I, I, I swear to God, how many SUVs can I put on the Mespian gas? You know, and there's a tip when the game starts. Says ideally, you can put three probes, SUVs, or drones on one Vespian gas or one crystal. Yeah, three. Meeting. is Meaning, yeah, without even knowing that tip, that's what I would put in there. There, you, uh, there be- you go. Because otherwise, you're getting a chain going, and they just sit there and do nothing. And the problem is, you look at these people, and it's not exactly. I mean, it's, it's not like they've actually played like one game. I mean, some of these guys will play like right. 10, 15, 20 games enough that they should have a clue. Um, I do like the idea that the letter system actually breaks it down where you're actually playing against people of relative skill. 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 I'm married, my sister. No skill. <laughs> that was terrible. That was terrible. Um, the thing of it is that in every single game I've played, I have not played one where I was favored. Because it'll tell you when the game starts, if your teams are even, slightly favored, or favored. And then depending on what it is, you get more points. So if I beat a team that's heavily favored, I get a lot more points. If I lose to a team where I'm favored, I lose a crap load of points. That kind of thing. And I guess it's been to my benefit so far that I've only played people that have been more favored than me. 
Uh-huh. But it's just like it's a collection of of garbage that I'm playing with and against. It. I tell you what, you want to see the dregs of the RTS society. Uh, go and play a, a random three v three or two v two. Skill is not. A, it's a five letter curse word. I swear to Christ. I mean, you say, "Oh, how's your micro? What's micro?" I just yeah, click the leave button. Just surrender <laughs> then and there, and save yourself the aggravation of the time. It's like, so there is a bit of an aggravation when it comes to that. But I, overall, I'd say it's it's a decent game. I I kind of like it. I mean, was it worth sixty bucks? Uh, that that remains to be seen. But, I mean, with so many of us in the clan actually buying it and playing it. But I'm curious, the people in an IRC this evening, um, how many of you actually have gotten StarCraft 2? Because, like I said, it, it's been my experience and yours as well that it seems pretty much uh, down the middle as far as those who actually have it and those who are kind of waiting or have no intention of actually getting it. Okay, none let raises Hanf, H-A-N-F. Jesus. Apparently Australia doesn't have anything like common grammar. Uh, well, I... Perhaps we should go to a different topic. Yes. Only one person, two people have raised their Actually hand. have it, so. <laughs> that says all you need. Merton yeah. says he's not buying it. Okay, New, Dim- New Diamond says they got the collector's edition? Wow, you're hardcore. You spent 100 bucks on that piece of garbage? Wow. Jesus Christ, you couldn't rip the soundtrack later? <laughs> Did you really want StarCraft <laughs> 1 on some flash drive? I would have given it to you for free. They're just sitting there collecting dust. And collecting, well, whatever. It's your money, dude, not mine. Anyways, we've got a whole bunch of actually other topics to get to this evening. What do we got? We have Lies Video Games Taught Me. We have a Louisiana man who's actually facing five years in prison for and a $500,000 fine for modding his Xbox. Let's see. Do you want to play a video game as the Taliban? Uh, that'll be an interesting topic. City Resorts to the Pac-Man for Reboot basically is a Hall of Fame. It's a city in Iowa. Ottumwa, Iowa? Yeah. Wow. If I had known that before Miriam left, that's where her parents were moving to. That's where her family is. Seriously? I am going there next summer. Which means Fourth you're going to be going to the video game Fourth of July weekend. Uh, hand to God. No lie. I, Highlander, I'm telling you. Okay. I swear to God. I am actually going to Ottumwa, Iowa this time Well, why don't we year. talk about this one real quick? Fine. I, I'm going to go there. I'm going to kick down the door and demand to see my picture, and I want to see my section of this Hall of Fame. So right. go ahead. You read long, this. Go ahead. Long story short, too late. in Ottumwa, Iowa... They're building a video game Hall of Fame. It's the International Video Game Hall of Fame. Uh, let's see. Atumwa this weekend is inducting its first class of honorees during a four-day festival at the local convention center. Big Bang 2010 features legendary Donkey Kong players, a Pac-Man birthday party, and bands with names like Computer Her. A proper museum, akin to baseball site in upstate New York, will follow in the next five years. So basically, they're... they're the town is pitting their hopes, tourism hopes anyway, on people coming to visit the Video Game International Museum. It is my understanding that Atomo is an hour's drive from Des Moines, which has the closest, the nearest closest airport. So literally, it's in the middle of nowhere. In the middle nowhere. of nowhere. It's cornfields and you, and that's it. Atomo, Iowa. No, Atomo, Iowa. God bless America. I wish I had, I wish I had actually read this fully, because I know it's your article. City 25,000 has hoped to ask before. Uh, apparently, they're not sure if they're going to get the money for this multi-million dollar complex. Quote, we want to be the most complete archive video game history, said Dan Canny. Maybe we had uh, no business stepping up and doing this, but we're doing it. Yeah, that, that's the thing in the article. They just sort of declared it themselves. It wasn't like they won some contest or there were they other cities said, vying No for one it. else is doing it. We're going to. That's pretty much the, the gist of it. Mr. Canny, who's 36 years old, that says it all. He's part of the entire generation with you and me. 
So the hall could lift his hometown out of a 30-year funk and help it tap into a $58 billion global gaming industry. Unemployment there is 9% in June compared with 6.6% in the rest of Iowa. The two largest employers are a meat processing plant and a John Deere factory. Yeah, that's the same place. Wow. Damn. Okay, they've raised about, what, organizers have raised about $75,000 for the project, but spent much of it on this weekend's festivities? Uh, <laughs> so, they've, so they've blown the wad on the festivities. All right. Wow, that's, that's not good. They've collected only a handful of vintage arcade consoles, even though they plan to acquire every game title and gaming system ever made. Every single one. I wonder how much that would cost. More than they've got raised. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are so many that are so rare. I mean, they're true collector's items. True, true. And we're, I'm just talking, if you're just talking about the cabinet arcade boxes. Sure. Some of those are we are talking about fortune. every single one. Yeah, well, whatever. Tomo can't claim to be the birthplace of Atari, Nintendo, or the Xbox, uh, but apparently this is where uh, they invented the local invented the idea of keeping track of video game scores in 1982. Okay, so that's, the, like, that's like a that's worst case of a baseball nerd. That's horrible. Because baseball nerds like myself love statistics, but this is even worse. Walter Day's Twin Galaxies Arcade was just a storefront on Main Street that housed 22 games. But it was when he when he called manufacturer to verify what he thought might be a record score for Defender. I played that game. I remember that one. I remember it, yeah. They didn't keep track of scores. Well, how the hell is a company supposed to keep track of scores back then? I mean, how is them just... I can call Nintendo and say, I beat Donkey Kong, and I scored like 5 billion points. Okay, write me down. How do they know? I'm going to get out on a little Polaroid camera, take a picture of my TV, and mail it in? Probably. Yeah. yeah That's the only thing I, I could think to do it back then, yeah. Actually, because I thought, I actually had two records that I bought. One was uh, Laser Command, and I remember when I was like six or seven. I played that game for like four hours straight. I had pneumonia. I was homesick that day. And I remember my parents took a picture of it because the score I actually had rolled over to like all zeros. I had played it so much, they took a picture of that. And the other one was... And we sent this in to Nintendo Power, and I don't know if it ever ran, but my friend and I played uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time for the Super Nintendo. The four? Yes, we beat that in 14 minutes and wow. like 30-some seconds. We actually have a Polaroid of it, and we sent it to Nintendo Power because at the time we thought we had the world record. And to right. this day, I still believe we do, but I don't remember if they ever ran that. Uh, someone Saturday will honor 29 gamers, developers of the Pac-Man game. Most are from the arcade era, the golden age is what inductee called it. More recent icons such as Grand Theft Auto or PlayStation, could follow, but only after the hall takes care of the classics, says Todd Rogers, considered to be the world's first professional gamer. <laughs> uh, Wasn't he a Pac-Man player or something like that? No, I believe that was Donkey Kong. I, th- I think Todd Rogers did Donkey Kong. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. We don't have to keep reading this, but... Anyway, so, so I guess so, so, anyway, I was going to run with it. Do you, so anyway, the, the reason why I wanted to put that up there, not obviously it's, it's interesting, but do you think people are actually going to go to Otumwa, Iowa? Do you visit the Video Game Hall of Fame? I will visit it if it's up yes, and running. That's the only reason. Because <laughs> I got family there. Okay, it's okay, like my family. I'll re- re- if, you're, if part of your family did not live in Otomo, Iowa, okay. would you visit the I'll put it to you this way. This is how I equate this. Okay, Remember the movie um, uh, Field of Dreams? Yes. Okay, you're going to Iowa and there's a giant cornfield. All right, You clear a cornfield and there's like, you know, a cabinet box of Pac-Man. That is the equivalent of going to this thing in the middle of so Iowa. So you're saying If that- you build it... They, they will come. They no, will come. they will not. You no. can build it. No one's coming. You're saying like Mario and Donkey Kong no. are, are going to come out of the, the- uh, cornfield. <laughs> now that would be an awesome. Movie. <laughs> That'd be an awesome uh, viral video. There you go. <laughs> building it and you're like you're crazy. You're like I'm just going to keep building it because I'm Kevin Costner. So he just builds an outside arcade, which then dies as it rains. Yeah, that would uh, be hilarious. <laughs> 
that's what we're doing next summer. As soon as we get ourselves a camera. That's what we're doing next summer. Um, absolutely not. Nah, I mean, if it was in a major city, or at least city that was easy to get to, if they want to put it in like Des Moines, Iowa, eh, maybe. Now, where's where's Cooperstown? Uh, it's just north of New York, New York City. Like how far? Forty-five minutes. Forty-five maybe. minutes. Well, it is New York. You can okay, get but, there pretty easily enough, right? Possible. And it's a very uh, you know uh, populous state. But you got to remember, Cooperstown is old, old school. I mean, baseball obviously has more fans and a much more uh, large history and tradition that video gaming does. I mean, let's be honest, the majority of the world still poo-poos video gaming. I don't know if, if the world still does that. Oh, absolutely, I think still it does. poo-poos? I, I don't uh, think oh, so. of course, at least in this country. No, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm uh, uh, trying to think of how to do this. Uh, I guess it wouldn't work. I don't know if we have any actually Europeans actually uh, listening tonight that are actually in the channel or are actually on this video, because I don't want to see a raise of hands. It, is video gaming actually looked down upon in Europe? I know it is here. It's this, it's like, this what do you day, mean, yes. like, look down upon? Uh, it's constantly, a waste of time. So, yeah, I, I waste of time, so. calling a nerd, no. living in your parents' basements, you're no, antisocial. I, I, don't, I don't think that anymore. There are so many people that play video okay. games now. So the gentleman with the horns and the warden actually say, yes, it is actually looked down upon. So there you go. And, you know, the artard in the center there, whose name I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think it's, it's, it's become too big, saying, of, yes. too big of an industry to just turn its back on it. To just say, oh, that's stupid. What's bringing in billions and billions and billions of dollars of money? Okay, really. And tell me this: Is anime fans are they looked down upon at all in this country? Are anime kind? fans? Yes, yes. I mean, are you know those nerds, antisocial weirdos, that kind of thing? It, they can be, but yes, anime but, doesn't bring in nearly the money that video maybe games not, do. Maybe not, but it brings in a lot of money. But the point, not, not okay, even remotely. Let me point it this games. way: Just because something brings in money doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be looked at in a positive light. I think it absolutely will. In, in, in the long run, in terms of business and advertising, things like that. If something brings in a lot of money, it will gain respectability very quickly. If that was the case, then we should have respectability for video gaming a long time ago. And professional gaming in this country would be as big as it is in Korea because we have much more potential for money here than in South Korea. The situation is far different here than it was in Korea. I mean, the, so? Go ahead. The reason why it got so huge in Korea is because of, of the big dot-com bust. South Korea bet everything. Right, because all these people were out of, out they're, of they're work. They out of work. Yes. They had nothing to do, so they started playing games, and they got together, and then they built it into an industry that's really, really Well, okay, about. by that logic, since we have all these people out of work here in this crap economy here, or this double-dip recession, I am just waiting. It is just a matter of time now until we have some uber-giant amount of players here in the United States. We're going to become the superpower of video gaming. We have all these people that are out of work. Naturally, they're going to turn to video games rather than trying to we find a job. We already have stuff like that. The World Cyber Games. Hell, G- World Cyber- G4TV broadcast stuff like that. G4TV isn't even in all markets. It's only it, in but some it's markets. In mar- the fact that it's even in markets. You the can't, fact that okay. there's even a, a, the fact there's even a, a television channel yeah, about 10, it. 10,000 people watch a show. That doesn't make there it There is a giant, channel donated just, that does nothing but stuff like that. That should tell you. That there's there's money to G4 be had. Gaming has a lot of programming. Not all of it is actually professional gaming. No, World Cyber not Games all of it. is not that big. It's bigger overseas than it is here. I got news for you. There, I can't tell you. There's, I mean, the road to professional gaming is littered with the corpses and bodies of companies and organizations that tried professional gaming in this country and failed. Even up until just recent times, the World Cyber Games is barely hanging on. So you can't point to that and say, "Well, are there World Cyber Games?" Look. I'm not saying that there haven't been great strides in the way video games looked at, at least in the United States. And apparently in Britain, a couple of other places, it's actually looked down upon as well. My point is, it is not mainstream. It is still a good target, a very easy target for ridicule. And I don't think it's ever really going to change. 
And you can say, well, money changes everything. It does. Well, I'll tell you what. The next person who gets a major endorsement, the next time we see a commercial with a guy who's now a professional StarCraft player instead of Tiger Woods on TV, then you know you've made the big time. And the next time you got somebody who's in the Forbes you know, top 50 athletes who's a video gamer pulling in money for a video game through endorsements and winnings, if you have a million-dollar tournament of any kind, then you know you made the big time. And then maybe things will start changing. But you know even that's not going to change. No, You're still, I, I don't. I, I don't consider people that play video games to be athletes to begin with. So, even sir, or or sounds like G four is a joke. Well, yes and no. Yeah, it's like in TV. It's, it's not there. really about music. It's just no. a bunch of reality TV shows. G four is not about the games. A bunch of no, a bunch it's, of stupid it's, nerd shows. It's it, it's not about that. It's about the culture. It's not okay. with with MTV. It's not about music. It's about the culture of everything. That but there's a significant difference between G4 internet TV. culture and video gaming. There is, which is why not. Which is why G four doesn't do only. Professional gaming. And that's but my it's point. The entire Does ESPN do just sports? No. Yes. You're going to call poker a sport now, are you? Uh, a lot of people do, yes. Well, then those people Well, are if there's enough money, that'll be considered a sport. A lot of people no. Sport. Uh, please tell me when I said it would be a sport. Even I just said a second ago, I don't consider video game people athletes. Uh, I'm sorry, you're right. You say it it's, will gain mainstream acceptance mainstream if it brings support. enough money. You're yes. right. Okay. If it brings poker has enough that. money. People will come and it will legitimize, and will legitimize just like poker. Just like this article just said, $58 billion industry. There are more money coming in now for games than there are for movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but people are considered nerds and shut-ins and living in their parents' basement because they watch a lot of movies as opposed to playing a lot of video games. You're going to tell me there's not a stigma attached to playing video games? There's not a stigma attached to yes. playing video games? A stereotype that says you're a nerd, you're antisocial, you're a target for comedians, and, well, pretty much everybody. I, I think at one time there was. I, I think that's been really eroded over the past couple of years. I, I really don't think there is. I will, con- I will concede to you that it's not as bad as it was, but it, it is still there, and I don't think that's ever going to change, money or otherwise. I think that's, that's... I think that whatever hobby you have, be it video games or seeing movies or collecting things or whatever, there's always going to be a certain percentage that portrays everyone in a bad light. It doesn't matter what, what your, what your hobby is. This is far more widespread than somebody who builds cabinets out of their spare time or somebody who collects baseball cards in their spare time. So you're, you're conceding my point that video game is far more mainstream than, say, other things like that. No, I'm the saying video that games have those gone mainstream kind of, enough that... No, no, I'm saying those hobbies don't have any kind of stereotypes or stigmas attached to them. Those people are not the target of ridicule. You, you video really gaming think is. so? Yes. Somebody who, who's a... You know, somebody those, who collects stamps... Or bottle caps aren't considered nerds. How many people are there that do that? Grown men who None collect baseball cards. Baseball cards. Uh, I don't know, dude. Da, da, if you da, da, call da. that a nerd, I I don't know. Since we all did it as kids, people that collect and, little toys and make sure they keep them in the box because that lowers the value. Can't can't open them. Oh, those people are nerds. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yes, I'd make fun of those people. I just did it. I think that those people are made fun of far more than people who play video games. People that's so, such a small someone that okay, has look, a, there are millions of people playing video games in this country. My, my point uh, exactly. Like, there okay, are billions of people who play video games in this country, and not a it day goes by that I don't have somebody get behind a it microphone is, on TV, wrong. on the radio, in the paper, saying, "Oh, it is and laments the future of this country, saying we're going to hell in a handbasket because little Jimmy can't go outside to play baseball. He's stuck playing MLB 2010 on his PlayStation 3." Thanks for admitting I'm right. How does it? No, I just. Didn't admit anything. Millions of people play video ridicule. games, but they're all nerds. You're so full this of country crap, is full your eyes of millions of nerds. It is. That's exactly my point. Did you not hear what I just said? Did you not hear what I just said? There are it's so still many the target hobbies of in this ridicule. Country. It is not the target of ridicule. Okay. 
Do, do you know how many You're people wrong. in this country have have a video game console or have a computer that plays video games you tell in their me. house? You tell me. Since you've millions. seen the statistics. You've seen the statistics. Millions you know. okay. and millions and millions. Okay. It's mainstream now. You tell me the next time. It is time a mainstream thing, and you can... You can raise a your voice as much as you want or and flail your arms or anybody that works in my departments right. or people on and the street. And I can talk over you Run as much as mill. you can talk over me. I, oh, good. Well, then let's continue to go because they can hear <laughs> both voices at the same time. How old are they? I have no <laughs> idea what the hell they're talking about. Nerds are smart. No. You are, you are completely <laughs> missing the point. Good to have you guys back, Rathgall says. That's funny. <laughs> Perhaps, perhaps we should just agree to disagree <laughs> and just go to the next topic. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So we agree that he's wrong. Moving on. All right. What do we got, sorry, we got here? Kidding. All right. So wait, did I already close that one? I think I did. I want to make sure we're not. Okay. There it is. Hall of Famers. All right. All right. Lies video games taught me. And this I thought was kind of funny. This is 25 lies that video games taught me. There's 25? Yes. This is from UGO.com. Okay. I've, I've, I've not cool. seen this, though. Number this is... 25. The princess wants to be saved. A lot of girls want Bowser, but not by you. They don't want to be saved by you. <laughs> That's a lie. That's the princess funny. does not want to be saved, nor does Zelda, nor does anybody else. Humans are boring. Yes, I agree. Humans are. Everyone knows humans are all with the. Uh, they just like, vanilla. They're yes. They're the average character. They have average stats. They're good. A little. You know, they're kind of good at everything, but they're not really great at anything. Jacks of all trades. Yes. Master of none. Yeah. And that's when that's I, like I, I that's any board game ever played. I was going to say, with the exception of maybe maybe Starcraft, because all the three are kind of balanced. Yes. I, I really think that. That's the only exception to the rule. Hell, even in, in most War- cases, even it's- in Warcraft Three, the humans, you know, the guy like, you know, you're the foot soldier. Great, all the cool stuffs <laughs> like the elves, the dwarves, the gnomes. It is. it is humans are games with the option to play as humans or another race. Always make humans out to be the blandest kids in the block. That's true. So yeah, okay, uh, number twenty three. Everyone balances out. People don't have a same amount of build points. There will be people who are smarter, stronger, and more charismatic than you. If there's a god, he doesn't balance his games, and that's true. I mean, you can even in Ultimate Line where the same skill set was the same for everybody else. All right, with, with a variety here and there, a small amount. Sure, you had your people that you feared. If you saw them on screen, you ran like hell. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was one of the people they feared. Okay, because I would kill you and sleep well at night. All right, all right. And there are people that are just better at this game. Quake, same thing. Everything's the exact same. That guy's going to shoot better than you. He's going to have grapple better than you. You know, uh, Quake Four, same thing. Unreal Tournament, same thing. There are just people who are faster, stronger, and better than you are. Number 23, uh, kids make the best heroes. I, I would say that that one only applies to Japanese games because it always seems like in anime or games or whatever, it's always 14-year-olds that, that save the world. I don't know why. Probably because they're marketing it to a like, high school type of crowd. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Link and Cloud would get murdered in Iraq. Well, I think Link <laughs> would, but I'm not sure Cloud would. Uh, really? Because I think he was like in his 20s. You think actually. Cloud's going to deflect the bullets with his big sword there, is he? Did you see Advent Children? There was plenty of guys in that game that had guns right. that shot at him. Yes, and I, he would take I, some damage and kept on going. I unfortunately saw that abomination of a movie, yes. Really? Wow, horrible. you're such a dick. So no, this is why no one likes you. So horrible. Nobody likes you. I hate you myself. You know, you know how I they made the plot, right? They threw darts at a board, and whatever it stuck. And it was fantastic. Yes. All right, number 20, uh, 21. Animals instantly evolve. <laughs> God, I was embarrassed in third grade science class when I said the dinosaurs got a high enough level to transform into birds. That's kind of funny, but you know, that's a good point. I hate Pokemon, by the way. All right, World War II is the most important war in history. Yeah, yeah that, that is true. It seems like no matter what, every war game is about World War II. Yes, I mean, really, there aren't. It, I'm trying to think of, is, is there a World War I war game? No. Um, but I, I think that's kind of been gone by the wayside as far as, 
World War One, I, I don't think, has the dynamics or the interest that World War Two did. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of ones that uh, the the American Civil War has a lot of games. Uh, the Napoleonic not, era has a. I mean, not not in terms of World War Two. I'm trying to right, think of ones where there are that are more than have one games. Yeah, yeah the American Civil War, uh, the Napoleonic era. Uh that's. And that's about it. I mean, the, if, if you look at Japanese games, they have all the – during the, the, the Shogunate era. But that's not really like one specific war. It's just more the, the time period. Okay. Orosama gets on my crap list of people I hate and wish would die. I hated Advent Children too. Well, you know what? You don't have any friends. You look <laughs> ugly. Continue. Go ahead. He's my friend. But no, I mean, that's a legitimate point is that it just seems like every war game. Yeah, it's World War II. First person shooter, RTS. I think they even had an MMO that was a World War II MMO. Did they really? Yes. Uh, it was World War II Online. I'm not sure how long it actually lasted, but it was out there. Right. So uh, let's see what else we got. All right. Driving is safe. Yes. I, w- I would actually put more uh, uh, smashing into things doesn't wreck your car. Right. I, I would put... Put it more like that. Or, but you yes. know, going into a shop and running over a hooker gives you all your life back. Exactly. And gets you yeah. out of your insurance bill. Right. Drifting would eventually snap your neck in real life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One man can save the world. Oh, good Lord. How, how many games are that not like? Uh, well, this one uses Metal Gear Solid as a good point. But yes. it, constant. Constant. But then again, we wouldn't really want to play a game where well, we're just one of a million people in an army. True. And, of course, you have to consider when one man saves the world, you have to consider how stupid the rest of the world is, really. Because when, when you play those games, when you really or think about it. Or how indebted he is. I mean, yeah. think, of the, think of the ass he could pull if he like rolled up on some chick in a bar. Do you know I saved the world? <laughs> you owe me. Drop your pants. I mean, think about it. What do you say to that? No. I mean, you do owe me. I would save the world if I could. Wouldn't you? Sure. No? I, yeah. Think of the trick you can pull. I'm just saying. But if you save the world, where do you put it? Wah, wah. A wackity schmackity uh, hey, you know, I used to have this thing, and somebody actually... You, you actually had a wah, wah, sheep wah. horn, that's right. Where, see, a that's sheep a, horn? Yeah, that's what it's called, I believe. We need there a Vuvuzela, that's what we need. Yeah, that's one thing we kind of missed when we were gone, the Vuvuzela it, the issue. The Vuvuzela issue. I, I tell you what, I, you know, I don't really hate a country, and I'm not racist, but I really <laughs> hate... Wow. I hate the country right. of South Africa. If there's a country that needs to be wiped from the face of the earth immediately, it is that country. Should I add it to the list? Yes, add to the list on my, my craft list of people I absolutely hate. Put them at the top of the Vuvuzela. I'm going to shove it down their goddamn throat. You know, that, that's what we need to do. We need to make like a formal list of things you hate. M's hit list. We used to have, well, we, we used to have then, one G And then list. what, what yes. you have to do is you can't just keep adding to it because then it just gets stupid. Like if... Maybe like a, like a top 10 or top 15 or whatever. Right. But then like if, if you really hate something... You got to take something off the list to add something onto it. So we actually have people vying to to get on my hit list. I had I can receive like hate mails and death threats. Like, imp, I'm going to kill your cat. Put me at the top of your list. Did I ever tell you about the hate mail that I got? Uh, I, I think you're the one that showed it to me, wasn't it? I've gotten a lot of hate mail. People, no, no, I, I, that's I haven't gotten a ton of hate mail. Well, I delete a lot of it. I, I, I I'm afraid for your feelings, dude. You're kind of fragile. Really? If I sent you along half the email people that sent it to me, you'd be like. Jumping off my roof right now. I love hate. You're now. slitting your wrists. People hate your guts. Send it to me. They call you liberal douchebag, anti-religion fag, all kinds of other stuff. They hate you. Well, they love me. Well, of course, because you 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 cater to that you know small minded pea brain you know caveman I cater. thing. Me, <clears throat> right? Glenn because I'm about as mainstream as you get. Everybody loves me. That's right. I have such a great attitude to get along with. <laughs> right. I got whole radio stations. There are people out there that are like have my picture on the wall that throw crap at it every day. I'm sure there. You know damn aunt. well that's exactly what Pride's doing right now. He's just looking at my picture and hating me. Mm-hmm. He's just seething and I'm like, oh, I wish I could hate you to death type thing. You're not that important, dude. Uh, 
in my mind. Yes, I, and I, I know I in your mind important. you're important. Absolutely. In your mind, you're back up there with Solid Snake. You save the world every day. Yes. Every time I take behind this mic, <laughs> the world's a little better place. That's why I said this place was a crap hole until we came back on. I mean, the last three months, the world just stopped. And now here I am, and all of a sudden things are going again. All right, all right. so what was this hate mail that you received? I, I don't remember it. Remember when I told you my, my Space Mountain story? The, the, yes. the best oh, day I ever had retard. a Space yes. Mountain? Yes, yes. I was, yes. Well, I was, in essence, making fun of a retard. That's and a, right. And a guy wrote me saying he was very offended that I was making fun of retarded people. Right. Which I thought was amazing because, I, like I said, if, if, if you've ever heard The Quickening, and uh, if you're just tuning in for the first time, you'll understand why when I get to it. Uh, I, I tend to make fun of an awful lot of people, uh, blacks and not, basically everyone who's not white. Yes. Really, it's really what it boils down to, uh, including women as well. Uh, so really, if you're a white male, you're probably the only people I don't make fun of. Uh, it's all tongue-in-cheek, of course. But uh, with all that said, I, I never seem to get any hate mail for it. But it was my Space Mountain story, the real-life thing. Like, that that's I what finally that's offended what you? That's what did it? It took that long it to get you? <laughs> I thought that was really the annoying. anti-religion, the feminist comments, the anti-racial comments. You waited until you went full retard before you went at it. Why you? Let I the, hate your guts. Why you? Yeah. <laughs> why you? All right. Having said that, let that be a know, lesson to you. If if you want hate mail, make fun of retards. And you know what? Now I'm going to get hate mail for you because just because people want to you know get their emails read right on the air. And why not? All right. All so right. anyway, okay. Let's let's keep All going. Right. Having said that, actually, before we get to that, I want I kind of this is something I wanted to jump into, but I'm glad you brought it up. Penny Arcade, and this is kind of a diversion from, we're diverting from what we were talking about. We'll go back to the, the 25 lies video game told me. Okay. Penny Arcade ran a series of comics earlier this week where, in fact, I will bring them up here for your consumption. But this has actually uh, kind of got them a bit of heat. I'm a little surprised by this because Penny Arcade, on a you know, daily basis, does pretty much what we do on a weekly basis, piss everybody off. The comic in uh, question is this one, going back to this one here, and you can go ahead and read it. It's basically making fun of the fact that when you have a character in World of Warcraft and you have to go and you have to rescue, say, five people that are being held hostage for whatever reason, and there are inevitably, when they respawn, there's other you know, NPC characters you can get and try and rescue. Well, in this one, the comic uh, is the guy, you know, it turns to one of the NPCs, which is asking to be rescued because <laughs> of being raped every night by <laughs> dick wolves. And the guy turns around and says, no, you know, I only needed five, you're number six, so I don't have to rescue you. Don't make this weird. Well, apparently, they received a great deal of hate mail based on this. Yes, they did. And here's a response to it. But essentially what it came down to was, and it's funny because they actually mentioned in their their news posting, this is just a comic on Penny Arcade, and I'm a huge fan, and I think that this is ridiculous that they receive any kind of criticism. Um, After all the different cartoons that they have done, pissing on everybody and their mother, this, among, among all things, would go ahead and aggravate somebody. It's the same situation with yours. After listening to us for months and years on end, now you've finally been offended by something? And it's pretty tame by comparison to most of the stuff that you say in your quickening. Let's be honest. You piss people oh, sure. off on a regular basis. Much to everybody's delight. Okay, but, you know, Penny Arcade says much the same thing. Like, wait a minute. Now you're offended? And over what? Something as stupid and mundane as this? I thought that was pretty crappy that somebody actually sent in. And, and you know, here's Gabe's response right there. Uh, and he says, what surprised me most about some of the reactions to our Dick Wolf joke was not that people were offended, but this was this was the comic that offended them. In each case, the emails I got started with something like, I've been a longtime fan or been reading the comic for years, and they go into how much this particular comment bothered them. Okay, so this means there's more than one email. There's more than one asshole out there who sat in front of the computer and emailed a couple of guys who run a comic web game or oh, a website. Yeah, yeah, obviously. About being offended. 
Jesus Christ, I hate people. And this is why. Do something constructive with your life. You're offended by a cartoon on a gaming website. I will not pause for your interjection. I, you've, you've said everything that I needed to say. There's nothing more to you say. You have nothing more to add. Not really, nothing. no. Not really. It, it doesn't offend me in the least. And, it, and, and if it was offended, I would just simply not give them my patronage anymore. I mean, they're reading a free comic. What patronage is there, really, exactly. if well, you think about it? Other than not going to their site their and, then, okay. and then therefore not clicking on their ads, which I assume is how they make their money, is by people well, buying that, stuff Well, I mean, they put their... out books. They got their own games. Right, they do, right, they do a lot like of trades, you guys. They do a lot of crap like that. The point being that – and I guess it's, it's a bigger comment on society, at least in this country. I'm not sure how it is elsewhere. But it just seems like people are now – and this has been going on for some years. It's getting progressively worse. They're looking for things to be offended by. That people are, are overly sensitive to things that 10 years ago wouldn't have bothered anybody. Or 15 years wouldn't have anybody blink an eye. You would have said, oh, that's kind of a terrible thing to say. And then you go on with your life. Am I wrong in that? I mean, are we becoming an I don't overly know. sensitive society? There, there, there is a line, obviously. I think, I, th- I, think, I think everyone listening, whether or not they agree with me or you or whatever... I think everyone would agree that there is a line that a person should not cross. The problem is that it, it's difficult, if not impossible, to pin down and verify where the line is. You know, is it here? Is it there? It's, it's more of a gray area, blur sort of area. It's, it's not like a, it's, I'm trying to think of a nerdy way to say it. It'd be like the Romulan neutral zone. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there, there's a thing you're not supposed to cross, and it's like, well, can't go there, here, it's... I, like I said, I think everyone would agree that there is a line that people should not cross. But it's like, too fluid. Too much. That, that line is fluid. It's not written in the same where you know I can go this far and no further. The reason why it's fluid is because there's so many people and different people react to things differently. You can't it's, – it's difficult just to say this is the way it is and everyone needs to think the same way. Right. Because everyone doesn't think the same way. So then the question I pose to you is this. If two or three people are bent out of shape over what something is said, does that mean you should apologize? If the vast majority of people either find it funny, take it the context that it is, or don't care, or not offended enough to voice their opinion, do you apologize? It, it really depends on, on the situation. Because it just seems like in this country, it, it if you really make a big enough stink and you're one person, you can get anybody to apologize for you. You can get anybody to sue. You can do, you know, just one person. It just, and, and this is the same way. If two, or three people, if two or three people emailed Penny Arcade, who gets three, four million hits a day. Right. With a with an email, all right, that said they didn't like it. Should they have actually prompt? I mean, unless they got hundreds and or thousands of emails, which I seriously doubt. Right. I mean, it would behoove them not to respond to it. I would ignore it. The hell with you. There's four million two hundred ninety thousand more people where you came from. All right. Well, let me make this argument. Then. Okay. Let me just make the argument. I'm not adhering to it and saying this is what it is. Right. If you do that, bastard. Then obviously, sorry, force ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> then. It would make sense that those people would probably go away. Like they would, they were, they were offended. They didn't like it. Maybe some of them would stay, but some of them would probably be like, "Well, then screw you and leave." And then let's say you continue to do stuff like that that certain people find offensive. Logically, if you keep doing something like that, you're actually going to start eroding away all those people, and then you won't have the four million or whatever your your fan base is, so to speak. Okay. So. Perhaps then it would behoove you to apologize to those few people and just say not, not, not to apologize for what you did, right. but to apologize that you were offended. 
Like, I'm, I'm sorry you were offended by that. But, you know, it's, it's the thing that, like, athletes do. All the, athletes do that all the time. Right. They never apologize for what they did. They apologize that you were offended. Do you think that that would be, like, a better reaction? I think if it was a continual basis, if Penny Arcade made it their point to piss people off on a regular basis, and this happened all the time where people complained, mm-hmm. then absolutely I think you're right. You should apologize and then probably alter the way you go. However, right. you know, a once a blue moon thing, I mean, how many people do you think we piss off on a weekly basis? I mean, actually sit at home, gnashing their teeth, throwing crap at their computer, you know, punching their webcam. Other than Gnome Wise, who Ooh, always looks like that. yeah. I think he, that's you, just frozen. You know, Gnome Wise, if you keep looking like that, you're going to get stuck I like assume that that's Gnome Wise. God. Oh. Um, Jesus. Yeah, it's, it, it's, just, it's just difficult. Like I said, I think everyone listening would agree that there is somewhere a line. They're like, you know, up to this, you're okay. Once you go past that, holy crap, what did you just do? But to define where the line is is very difficult. And I think it almost has to be like on a case-by-case basis. I don't think you can pin down a line that everyone can agree upon. It's like, this is acceptable, this is not. Like I say, because there's so many different people. And different people have different opinions. And it just seems like now people are more sensitive now than they ever have been. And uh, that dude holding up Budweiser, Budweiser is basically warm urine. I don't know why you're drinking it. But hey, more it's the great American lager. Uh, And it's actually the great Belgian lager. Uh, yes, I know. It's not even an American company anymore. How sad is that? Isn't that horrible? Budweiser sells it sold to the friggin' Dutch or Belgian. Sorry, I, I'm Dutch. Pr- I'm pretty sure it's the Belgians. Yeah, uh, yeah Belgians. Whatever. Horrible. I hate people. They're like, the goddamn French. They're selling, uh, they're selling Bush Gardens, too, if you're interested in that kind of thing. I'm not. I don't, not? It's just, we got Cedar Point. As long as that's American rum, we're good. Did you see what happened to LeBron James at Cedar Point the other day? Yeah, that I was laughing my ass off. That it's was on YouTube. Awesome. Go to YouTube and look it up. LeBron James at Cedar Point. Yeah, he got uh, railed on by everyone. I tell you what, the the best comment was he missed like four shots in a row at that basketball shooting thing. No, that I didn't see. Okay, okay, he it's by the Demon Drop. All right, it's and I did the exact same thing last year. I actually uh-huh. played that exact same game. Oh, is is it the thing where you have to put the yes? Put the it's ball in it's there? the three point skill shooting. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I understand that that's not. They, that's like a shell, like the. Right, I understand that the uh, the basket it's is much smaller, smaller, right? And the balls are overinflated, so right. if you miss, you. It you it's basically, you have to swish it. Okay? Yeah, you have to swish. You it get twelve time. shots. All right, I might I sunk seven. Okay, and I won a big thing for for Mystic Mim. This jackass, who is professionally played paid basketball player, supposedly the great one, missed all but one shot. And the one guy sitting behind the camera says, "Man, it's just like the playoffs." <laughs> I was dying like. I was laughing my ass off. That was phenomenal. And true. But he got railed on. Yeah, he'd go to YouTube. You can look it up. That's so. funny. Poor Budweiser. All right, so what, are, what were we talking about? All right, we're talking about the 25 greatest lies in video gaming. Since we're, right. We kind of got away from that, so uh, let's head back over here. We're just continuing to keep an eye here on the, the chat wall, the IRC video wall. It's kind of funny just looking at the... Unfortunately, it's the same six people we've had since we started. A couple people showed up and they disappeared, so... I'm not used to this. It's kind of interesting to see. I don't know if they're all listening to the show. Let's see, you got one guy with like devil horns on his hair. And you got this, you know, dude on the upper right corner. And you got some, you know, Asian guy in an orange shirt. Then you had the weirdo in the center who was drinking Smirnoff. Now he's drinking Budweiser. Apparently, he doesn't have anything real in his house. No, no kind of real liquor. That's kind of weird. He waves his hand. Maybe he's gay. I don't know. I don't know. Then we had this chick on the right here with the like strapless bra, whatever that thing is, with the red hair. And then below him, you have. How is that a strapless bra with, what, a, with, with a black strap? That thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you yeah, got down here the assassin with the you know the Jedi cloak here. Thinks he's like I don't know Anakin Skywalker. And I don't know who the hell this is. Just popped up. All right. It's like a red glow, weird glasses. I don't know. I don't know. I fear these people. Moving on. 
Let's go. Number 19 or whatever. Pizza is good for you. That shows turtles in time. Pizza won't even heal my emotional wounds, let alone actual <laughs> wounds. That's funny. All right. You know, that, that's really true of a lot of stuff like that when you think about it. Like if, you know, like in, in a lot of shooters, you get shot, you go to the first aid kit and pop some pills and suddenly yes. you're fine. Okay. Or you just, or you just bandage, your, you bandage your wound and it's just hunky-dory. You can go running and jumping and everything. Yes, I like the idea much better where we actually play it realistic where you bandage your wound, go to the hospital, and wait eight months to play again. <laughs> that would be awesome. Vampires hate whips. Yes. We, we thank you, Simon Belmont. We laugh at girls for cooing over uh, glitter vampires. We think the Draculas are afraid of fetish gear. Oh, Ooh. Damn. Twilight. Close. I, I, Close. Seriously, I, I, I seriously do not understand Twilight at all. I really do not. And, I, I'm, I and, and I'm, I'm not saying that because I think the movies are bad. I think the books are bad. It, it is a very that, poorly written that, seriously, book. Seriously, okay, yeah. I'm just going to go off on a, a quick tangent here. Because um, I, 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 actually, I actually have seen the three movies. Because I, I, I want to know what I'm talking about. So I've actually have yeah, seen that, the movies. Yeah, exactly. Stick Hell with that story. If anybody yeah, asks. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, just like you I revoke your shots. dude membership. Yeah. I tell you right now, you did not make seven out of twelve. In that play. I guarantee you, you did not. Really, really. Okay, when Mystic Moon gets home, I will ask her. We'll put her on the mic, and right. we'll ask her. All right. Bella Swan has got to be the worst character ever written of all time, of all time, and the worst actress to play her. The worst actress, yes. Can can uh, anyone who has seen Twilight and and has read the book or whatever, anyone who's seen Twilight and you know is, is listening to this? Can you tell me what Bella and Edward have in common that they would want to hook up and be together forever? Other than, like, like physical sex. Like, w- what do they have in their relationship that keeps them together? What, what are Bella's likes? Does, does Bella have any likes? I don't think she likes anything at all. She's the most one-dimensional, flat character that I have ever seen in my life. She hates everything. She doesn't talk to anyone. She has nothing to do with anyone except this one person, Edward, who is equally as flat. I, I'm, I, I, now, as far as things that Edward likes, that's equally stupid. Now, I will grant one thing. Edward apparently likes playing baseball with his family on occasion. So there, there's, there's, one, there's one thing that Edward likes to do. I can't think of anything else that Edward likes to do. I can't think of anything that Bella likes to do. And I can't they think the of the worst. reason why you would sit here and give it that much thought. I can't. I'm, I seriously one day sat and I was like, well, why is Twilight so popular? And I, I couldn't think of a, a legitimate reason why. The characters are horrible. There is no, you don't know anything about Bella. Bella seriously, what, what does Bella do other than sit around and mumble and do nothing? And Edward is equally as bad. The, the characters are horrible. Whoever wrote it should be shot. Shot dead, so that they don't teach other people how to write that badly. It's it just blows my mind how how huge it. I mean, I could understand if a few people like something, that's okay. But this is like a worldwide phenomenon, and there's got to be something to it. There's nothing. Bella does nothing. Edward does nothing. They just they stand around and do nothing for three movies. That's all they've done. Am I wrong? No. They stand around and do nothing. But look at each other. Like, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. Why do you love each other? You have nothing in common. Nothing. <laughs> no, it gets worse. But we can't love each other. You can't touch me. It's like, wh- okay. Seriously, they have nothing in common. Nothing. They have no interests. They have no... T- t- it's... Ah! 
any <laughs> really they really do they have nothing in common there is no reason why one should like the other and i still bring up the pedophile they don't thing do the things together years old they don't, she's 16 they don't go out and do things together that they like they they do nothing no, she consistently gets herself in the trouble because she's a dumbass, and then he, of course, has to come and rescue her. That's when the other dude, who can't seem to it's keep his shirt just, on, I swear, to, I don't know if he's a soccer player or if he's just, you know... At least he does something. At least, at least Jacob goes out and kills vampires. I'm not saying it's a it's a good job. It's or a hobby. career. All it's right, the career. guy's got a career. At least he has a career. He's yeah. 16, he's buff, and he can turn into a I wolf. Just, I, that, I just, I, that's attractive women. He's got a job. I literally... And I'm friends. Not, I'm not trying to be... I'm obviously, I'm being funny, but I'm legitimately... I'm not trying to be funny. I do not understand why it is such a huge phenomenon. See, Bella, uh, Bella and Edward, nothing in common. Nothing. See, I kind of I, I pissed all over... Uh, what the hell was it? The uh, Da Vinci Code, for much the same reason. It was so poorly written, and the facts were so bad, and the history was so bad. And I think anybody with, uh, with a, base, a basic college education looked at this thing and said, why is this so popular? Why are people buying into this? It is so far-fetched. It is so over-the-top. None of this makes any of sense. And if you read it simply as a standalone novel, it is written poorly. Very poorly. Most of the military sci-fi I read, this is off-the-shelf stuff, is better written. But Twilight is, phenomenal. This is a phenomenon that I don't get. I just, I really Unless don't get there it. are that many women out there in this world that are so starved for special attention and love... That they have to read a book about a character who has nothing of any interest. I mean, maybe, no kind of hook. Falling in love with another character who has no kind of interest or, or no kind of you know hook, other than he's a vampire. May, maybe the books go into it deeper, but I'm I'm just going by the movies, and there's there's nothing. There is nothing like the, the movies. Literally, are she stands in one corner, he stands in another. They both look at each other, and that's it. I mean, like 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 the the new one that came out was it Eclipse? Is that what it was called? They built it up as this big action movie. Like you saw, I'm sure you saw the trailer, right? I was uh, obviously yes, I've seen the trailer. You saw the trailer, and obviously it's all action scenes. The action part of the movie is like the last ten minutes, and it lasts like thirty seconds. And the whole other part of the movie, they, it's, it's the same damn thing. It's him and the other it's Bella and Edward, and they're just looking at each other, and they love each other for some stupid reason, even though they have nothing in common. It's, it, it is it's ridiculous. three movies of people saying, "Oh, we well, can't love each other, but we don't it's, know it why." It literally is just—it's just they're stupid movies. You, you utterly you went and saw. Okay, well, what was your excuse for seeing the third movie? I'm curious because I've seen the other two, and I want to be. Yeah, able that to makes sense. You know, I, I you know if I've been only raped twice, really? I'd like to do it a third time. Like I mean, if I didn't, hell? like if I didn't pony up my money, I was going to kill the Twilight franchise. Come on, whatever, whatever. <sighs> I like to be able to know what I'm talking about when I talk about something. Because okay. one thing that I hate is like I hate that. I hate this stupid. Well, you, you've read the book, right or so. No, I didn't see it. Well, then you have no opinion. See, I, I at least have an excuse. I was forced to watch two movies, all, albeit on DVD. Yeah, I and saw I the first two on DVD. I fell asleep in the yeah. second one because, you know, I... It's just boring. My now wife forced it's me just, to watch this. I, I seriously, <clears throat> with all seriousness, I do not understand that the entire premise of the books is Bella and Edward, two of the most boring... <laughs> horribly put together characters in the history of fiction. Porter says, supposedly women project themselves onto Bella and whoever they're secretly in love with onto Edward. I, I, I fail to believe that there are that many women out there who are that boring, who come from that crappy of a family life that are moving to Seattle to go to some high school and they're that one-dimensional and that, as you said, flat. They're flat. Flat characters. And, that, and, that's and the people are secretly in love with writing. they project onto Edward? Some skinny, pale English guy who can't act and... Uh, Friggin, I mean, I mean, look I mean, at the people, actors. Look at the people they casted. Yeah, I mean, other than the dude who plays what's his name, uh, the werewolf guy, 
I can't think of his name, but I don't know who you're talking I mean, at least about. he's a black belt. That's kind of cool. Taylor something or other. Sure. Taylor Swift, you know, bitch or whatever. X. Yeah. X whatever. Bitch. At least that guy can do karate. I, I'm just ridiculous. I mean, people compared it to Harry Potter right off. Harry Potter is way more fleshed out. I'm not saying they're going to yeah. be, I'm not saying that they're going to be nominated for, you know, novels of the year. But, I liked them. But Harry, Ron, I mean, and Hermione are. are fleshed out way more than Bella and Edward ever yes. have been. Apparently, Warden doesn't like the guys who's. I'm guessing she's a lesbian. I don't Ooh. know. She said, "I am not one of them." Uh, isn't oh, that that? Okay, uh, I, I assume that's one that said she was a chick. So I guess she doesn't like guys. But all right, well, I mean, a bully for her. I, maybe she likes Bella. I don't know. But who, I'm, I'm sorry, we went off on another. Who's went off on another tangent? Where is more? That's like the one. She's like I don't know the constant like probably, mask out of the show. Probably not did not get the memo that no, Saturday sent her a nasty email full of like profanity and threats to sue. Kind of cool, this Asian guy over here. It, just, like a, it just blows my mind. Got like a that's perm. That's kind of funny. It just blows my mind. What the hell is horrible that? books? Horrible movie. Everyone freaking loves it. I don't. I don't. Wearing I swimming don't goggles. Now we got people wearing shades. All right. Can we keep going with your list? Yeah, we're, we we're not even with, halfway. Through I know that's kind of. Well, you were the one who went off on a tangent. Not that you're wrong, by the way. <laughs> I didn't interrupt you. Say I disagree. With I, I didn't I, interrupt I, you when you were going off on your thing. You were absolutely correct. Mushrooms help you grow. Uh, true fact. I only eat mushrooms because I still subconsciously think I'm eventually going to fall, <laughs> t- t- going to be tall enough to ride the roller coaster. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next lie. All women like fashion and want babies. I believe the first one. I don't believe the second. You think all women like fashion? Yes. All women I know. Yeah. As I, I was going to say I, I know some women that don't, but it actually is fashion when you're talking about like the wearing the black and the goth yes. and everything. So that that is fashion. So yeah, I would agree. Your friends will do any goddamn thing you tell them to. <laughs> I've had difficulty getting everyone to agree in a restaurant, let alone a plan of action against a demon king. This is Dragon Quest Eight. That you is, know, that's a good point. That's so true of all those RPGs. Like everyone, yes. Everyone's just willing to follow you like around the world. Right. Around the entire world. Oh, I think we should jump into this pit. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there may be death and destruction down there. I'll follow you. Uh, not likely. No. Japan and America have always been super good together. Uh... I don't. I don't know about that one. I've I've seen plenty of anti-American stuff in in Japan. Not not all of it, obviously, but I've, I've seen enough of it. Hitali is a good example, actually. The new Street Fighter is a good example. You see, it's, it's funny. One of the panels now, went now to just a, so I understand, you you don't like Hitalia no, because they make America out to look like adults, and they make the axes out to be the sympathetic characters. Well, especially Japan. North North Italy isn't part of the axis. I don't think the whole reason they split it. Was because of well, actually, no. North Italy no, was part of the, part of the Axis. Were, yes, yeah, it was. They went like that, yeah. Um, and I have a real problem with trying to rewrite history in your own way for your stupid and doing it through anime. It's part of a, of a revisionist movement, and this is one of the things I had a problem with that whole nuke thing too. We don't need to go into it here, but one of the panels we went to was, uh, and this is a panel at, at Otakon, which I recently went to a couple weekends ago. There was a panel there by a couple of gentlemen called Your Favorite Video Game Character Sucks. And this is the second one there, or fourth one they've done. We've been uh, all of them. Okay. And they actually brought this up um, as to how the Japanese look at the different uh, countries of the world through the new Street Fighter game. And they showed one of the new American characters where, you know, Guile was this, you know, strong family guy, you know, you know real built and you okay. know, soldier guy. Right. As opposed to the fat slob that they have now that's, you know, the giant overweight, you know, blob of a man who's in the game. That's true in Tekken as well. Okay, well, there you go. That's my point. Tekken 6. I mean, there, there are American characters that aren't, aren't like that, but there is one particular character in Tekken 6. I think his name is Bob. 
and he has uh, overalls, and he weighs like about 7,000 pounds. Personally, I think we should just make them glow again just to kind of reissue uh, or reiterate uh, what happened last time. They screwed up with us. Romance should be cold and awkward. There you go. Right? Exactly what Fisher is talking about. Yeah. I love when girls start stare out the window and try to talk about the mission when I confess my love to them. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, vanilla, I guess they're talking about. But that's that's vanilla from vanille, Final Fantasy sorry. 13. That's right. I never got that who is, far. Who is a lolly? Oh. I, I think she's like 12 or something like that. Oh. Something nice. like that. 12, 13. Anything you do wrong can be patched in later. StarCraft 2. Amen! I once tried patching a research paper in college, but the professor wouldn't let me. You hear that, video game makers? And that's the same thing with Warcraft, with StarCraft 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll put chat lobbies in later. You know, we'll fix the, the balance problems and the bugs. Oh, uh, you know, we'll put the, uh, the better friends list in later. Oh, we'll put the clan support in later. Yeah, it's just like what they, you know, they're not the only ones who have done it either. Uh, Creative Assembly is uh, guilty of this for the Total War series and the crap that they pull all the time. You know how hard it is not to swear? I forgot, we're back on here with the SEC regulations. Actually, you've, you've, you've already sworn. I, I sworn a couple times, but I'm yes. not using like, the profanity I would like to. No. Because Octail kind of has us by the gonads when it comes to that, so I'm kind of trying to revert to the original Emperor's Court. Science is evil. I hate that one. It only makes robots and interdimensional <laughs> demons and zombies. Or opens up gates to hell right. from Mars. Conversely, religion is evil. Yes. It only makes witches and leaders <laughs> <laughs> and zombies. Demons and zombies. That's true. Especially true. Have you ever noticed in, in Japanese games, like it, whenever there's some sort of worldwide religion, it is always the one that's, that's behind the, the, the evil. And it's always whatever the, the church. Yeah. It's always the church. And I think it's just because it's probably the biggest and the most organized. I guess it's just an easy target. Food is evil. <laughs> Food is evil. It only makes pickles and evil tomatoes and zombies. Okay. I'll, that's a bit of a stretch, but I'll, I'll go uh, with it. Silence is heroic. I always thought I was being cool when I never talked to anyone in high school. <laughs> they, they thought, thought I, I had, <laughs> had Asperger's. That's awesome. Yeah, that's true. There are tons of uh, silent protagonists that never say anything. I hate that. I understand Cloud, the reasoning squall. because it, it's supposed to be you. Like You're supposed to be living... Vicariously through the character. Right, but, I get that. But still. See, I'm not the silent type. I'm the shove it up your ass type. Patience is for a-holes. That one's right up your alley. I didn't actually learn until well into my teens that most hunters and soldiers work by standing very still and waiting for the prey to come to them. Which, if you've ever played a multiplayer game, is cause for claiming you're going to tell Microsoft, <laughs> signing off and then sending a racist voice message. You're camping! <laughs> All right, the next lie. The first 2,000 years of history were base building. <laughs> Art's not important. Get those walls up, boys. Command and Conquer Red Alert. You know, that's the same thing, too, as uh, 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 Age of Empires. Really? That's the same thing, too. You've got to develop your, you know, through time, just building your base and building your base and building your base, uh-huh. and then you can build troops. Like, Christ, I don't have time for this. <laughs> well, what was the other one that really I really hated? I, I rented one time. It was um, Sims Earth. Oh my god! What a waste oh, of yeah. time that you, was. You told the whole story about that. Where you actually, that's in the top. Yeah, that's worst movie. Pneumonia, all time. and then you beat it, and it was like that's it. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they they actually had like an exodus. It's like yeah, you, they, they you fly off the planet. Right. Yeah. You start off with a single cell amoeba, and you have to wait hours. I'm talking real time for that thing to evolve into like something that can crawl onto land, and then eventually become humanity. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> Dancing equals jumping. Oh my god! Real quote from my stupid mouth. This prime would be better if they had DDR. I'm good at DDR. There's a song called Butterfly that I'm great at. Uh, I know so many people that are like that. They think they're good at DDR, so they're good at dancing. Good at dancing. I'm going to the Guitar Hero. I can play Guitar Hero, and I'm going to play Guitar No, you're not. You're still a douchebag, and I hate you. True story. I, I forget what the name... I'm talking about Guitar Hero. I can't remember what the name of the game is, but there's a game coming out. It's like Guitar Hero, except it comes... It ships 
with an actual electric guitar. With strings and everything. Rock band realism or something? No, no, no. It's, it, it's a different company completely. I can't remember what the name of it is. They, they had it at uh, E3 and all the different stuff. Yeah, no one's going to buy it because there's like five people out there can but actually like, play like the guitar. L- literally, you can actually plug it into an amplifier and play it as a real guitar. You go ahead. Musicians are famous for their music. Musicians get pissed the Guitar Hero doesn't show how hard it is to play real guitar. What they should be pissed about is that the game isn't about meeting with a publicist and a stylist who assigns you a look while a producer forces you to make songs you don't like to sell and then pay off the 500000 you owe for your music video. That shows Metallica hands-on right. for uh, Guitar Hero. Japanese stuff is not weird. Yes, it is. I actually think girls with blue hair are cool and original and that ska is the best type of music. Neither of those is true. Do you know what it's like to have a brain that lies to you? Yeah, that's very true. And that was the especially in anime. Lie. There's, I think, there's hardly any any girls in anime that have like normal looking hair. It's always blue, pink, or normal looking eyes. Green. I don't think any of them are normal looking. And they're eyes. all like you ever notice that their eyes are like three fourths of their thin. head? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, these is, is this five through one going on? Uh, that was it. That oh, that was, was it. That was yes. A, so, so the number one one was Japanese stuff, stuff is, is not, not weird. weird. Yeah, interesting. Tell you what, ever since we dropped the bomb on them, something really went wrong. Uh, I don't. Something with the development just really, you know, through the switch, just went nuts. Anyways, folks, I just realized we're going almost an hour and a half without a break, and I'm really wow. starting to uh, starting to go here. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to kick it over. We have a couple of uh, old school things here for a lot of you new listeners. Apparently, we have quite a few. Um, so you may find some of this old stuff kind of funny. Um, we really need to do. You're right. We were talking about that on off the air before we started. That we need to start doing more commercials. Yeah, we do. We do. We and do. Uh, if, like I said, feel free to write it because you're you know, a prolific writer and very creative. Feel free to do them, and I'll just record them. All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Back here in about uh, ten minutes thereabouts. On this episode of To Catch a Predator, reporter and pedophile hunter Clark Hansen confronts 89 year old Edward Cullen, who has been posing online as a 17 year old high school junior. Edwards thinks he's been chatting with 17-year-old Bella Swan, but in reality, he's really been chatting to an overweight middle-aged police officer from Seattle, Washington. Let's see what happens. Anyone home? Bella? Bella, baby, I'm here. Come on out. I can't wait to suck you. Who the hell are you? Hello, Mr. Cullen. Were you expecting someone else? Uh... Uh, Not at all. I I was just looking for my friend. Yes, yes, you were looking for, let me see, Bella Swan, correct? Why don't you just sit right there and let's chat? Are you her uncle or something, and why do you have all these television channels looking... Just sit right there, Edward. Uh, Okay, did I do something wrong? Edward, how old are you? I... I'm 17. Why? Did I win something? Is this a game show? No, no, Edward, this isn't a game show, but you are a loser. Now, how old are you really? What's that supposed to mean? Well, while chatting online, you told our undercover police officer, who was posing as uh, Bella is a slut 69, uh, that you were 89 years old. Now you're saying you're 17, so which I am 89! Then why tell us you're 17? Do you understand how bad this looks for you right now? Uh, Look, I I was 17 when I died, but my dad... or the guy I call my dad was a vampire, and he saved me. Uh-huh. So your dad, or the guy you call your dad, is a vampire. How, how did he save you? Uh, look, I was dying of the Spanish flu after World War I, so he bit into my neck, and he drank my blood, and he turned me into a vampire. That's why I look like I'm 17. So let me get this straight. You allowed a grown man 
to ingest your bodily fluids by allowing him to suck on your neck for several minutes. Uh, answer this for me, Edward. Are you gay? What? No, I'd, I'd never be gay. Are you a homophobe, Edward? Do you have something against gays? I, I never said that. I, I was only yeah, saying... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you let some guy you didn't even know who you now call your daddy to suck on your neck and now you're a vampire but you're not gay. Right, right. Man, I'm telling you, I'm not gay. So you'd never take the blood from a man, just 17-year-old girls. No, I... I mean, yes, I... If I had to suck blood for a man to survive... There, you but... just admitted it. You'd said you'd suck a man, but you're not gay. That, that sounds pretty gay to what? me. No, I, I meant I don't do that to people anymore. I only drink from animals. So you suck on animals. Oh, you're into bestiality, too. <sighs> Pedophilia, homophobic, and into bestiality. You are one sick bastard. You know that? No, you're taking me out of context. You, you may be the worst predator we've ever caught on this show. You, you don't get it. I only came to see Bella, and you're making me out to be some kind of monster. You claim you're a vampire. Technically, you are a monster. Speaking of monsters, I have here your confidential police file. It was given to me by the undercover agents who are working on this sting operation. Uh, do you have my file? Is it? Or is it not true you hang out with an overly muscled 16-year-old boy named Jacob who dresses like a wolf? Uh, Jacob? He doesn't dress like a wolf. He is a wolf. He, he's a werewolf. Uh, this is just getting worse for you. It says here you run around outside without shirts on with other 16-year-old boys, then wear wolf outfits? So we can add being a furry on top of it all. 16-year-old boys, really. How do you explain this behavior? You, you've got it all wrong. I'm a vampire and he's a werewolf. We go to the same school. It, it's not what you think. Edward, you just said you're 89 years old. What is an 89-year-old man doing at a school with teenagers? Even if what you're telling me is true, you're clearly much older than the students, but you keep going to school. Don't you think that's a little odd? Uh, yes, I, I mean... No, I, I'm hitting on 17-year-old girls, hanging out with 16-year-old boys, running around in furry costumes. You have all the signs of a serial pedophile. Do you, do you know you have a striking resemblance to Robert Pattinson? He's gay, too. I'm not gay. I mean, Robert Pattinson is not gay. Yeah, he looks pretty gay. He couldn't be gayer if he was shitting rainbows. Now, did you know he also refused to be a guest host on Saturday Night Live because he didn't want to share the stage with his co-stars from Twilight? Look, those other guys are not serious actors. Why should I... I mean, Robert is a serious actor and would only make him look bad to be next to the others. Now, it sounds to me like Robert Pattinson is an overhyped and overrated douchebag who has a really inflated sense of self-importance. Screw you! I'm a serious actor and I'm not overrated! Ha! So you admit you're really Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I am. So what? So what? Robert Pattinson is 24 years old and here you are hitting on a 17-year-old over the internet. Uh, your acting days are over, my friend. You're going away for a long time. But I didn't do anything! You can't have me arrested! You believe you're an 89-year-old homophobic vampire who allows men to suck on his neck, exchange bodily fluids, aggressively pursue underage <laughs> girls, hangs out with underage boys <laughs> half-naked when they aren't wearing furry wolf costumes, and when you don't think you're some character from a mediocre-at-best fantasy novel called Twilight, you're a 24-year-old British actor who acts like a D-bag to his co-stars and couldn't act his way out of a paper bag. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's all true. I need help. I need professional help. I can't go to jail, man. They pass guys like me around like currency. Some fat guy named Bubba is going to buy my ass for a pack of smokes. I just know it. 
Oh, my God. Edward Cullen, a.k.a. Robert Pattinson, was tried and convicted in the Seattle Court of Common Pleas and is serving a 10-year sentence. We can only hope that this his incarceration will put an end to the plague currently sweeping the nation known... Ladies, are you tired of getting peed on by your peon? Want to make your grunt grunt and pleasure? Then you need Musk of the Horde, a new perfume by Klein Calvin. Simply add a touch to your battle axe to get his attention. Ooh, be so horny. Add some to your neck to excite him. Mmm! And bathe in it to take him to the peak of ecstasy. We're about to climax! Get Musk of the Horde in Nordstrom's of Agrimar. This is probably the most challenging record you have ever put on your turntable. Everybody in the house, make some all those reality TV shows like Survivor, Amazing Race, and Amish in the Big City. So here comes the newest TV reality smash hit, American Immigrant. Twelve illegals will be selected from the L.A. County Jail and will run through a gauntlet chased by real INS agents. They will then compete by picking fruit at a migrant farm, then pass a rigorous English test. 
The winner will receive his green card and full welfare rights. Tune in Saturday night for American Immigrant. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Then a dumbass. This is McVegan, and you're listening to Emperor and Highlander in the Emperor's Court. Remember, it's better to be a smartass than a dumbass. Ladies and gentlemen, you're back here at the Emperor's Court here on First the World Productions, VGWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in the studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. Is, isn't that an oxymoron, though? I What's mean, that? Mick Vegan? I mean, you, you can't really be a vegan and go to McDonald's. It doesn't really... I think it has to do with her last name. Yes, Dick. yes, I know. By the way, congratulations out to McVegan, who actually got engaged last weekend. Really? Yes, her birthday. Uh, her boyfriend popped the question well, for her. Congratulations. Yes. But that doesn't matter, because I beat her to the altar. <laughs> but yes... <laughs> She is the next one up of our uh, family clan to be married, and I believe the Baron is not too far away himself. Awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you something yes. before we get to the next question. Because we were talking about movies. Right. Off this the air. weekend, uh, The Expendables is coming out. Yes. It's already out. I think it's already, it's already out. out. It came yes. out yesterday. Right. Uh, at least here in the States, if you're somewhere else, it'll, it'll come to you eventually. The question that I have okay. uh, if you're a guy and you don't want to see this movie, do you need to turn in your man card? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're gay. Okay. Just wanted to double check. I don't know of any straight man who would not want to... Okay, let's be honest. I don't know of any man who would not want to go to this movie. If you're straight, you want to go for the action because these are all cool guys. If you're gay, you all want to go to see this movie because most of them are good-looking guys. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's an action fan's wet dream. It is. So yes, I, I and, and they got almost everyone. I, I, I can't think of that, anybody that they really didn't get. That there are a few they didn't get. Steven Seagal declined to do it. He, really? Uh, yes, he, he declined. He wanted nothing to do with it. Jean Claude Van Damme said he wasn't interested in doing an ensemble uh, film, which is what this is. It's an ensemble, I, right? Film. I don't know that. I, okay. So he wasn't yeah, interested yeah. in doing it. Um, and there was one other guy. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Carl Weathers wasn't interested in. Actually, Carl Weathers was going to be in it. But okay. he had to back out, which is why the uh, crazy Old Spice guy is in it. So why is why did Carl Weathers have to back out? Uh, he was com- he was committed to something else, I think. I, look, if you're doing this movie, it ain't for the money. It's because you can go and say yeah, yeah. everybody and their mother was in this friggin' movie. Now, they might end up being in it because Stallone has already said that if it makes money, he has the sequel ready to go. You've got to be kidding me. No, no. So they, they might be able, on the second time around, be able to get... Van Damme and Carl Weathers. I'd like to know how Schwarzenegger found time in his busy schedule as the governor to actually shoot a movie. Well, he was only in it for one. He only shot for one. Right. Day. I'm sure he was just there for the cameo. And it's, it, it's a cameo. Yeah, I know that for a fact that Schwarzenegger and Willis, they're there for the cameo. Like they, okay, so Willis really isn't in it. No, now there's Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger and Willis and Stallone, they're all in like a church, and they just go over like, this is the mission. Like I think uh, The Planet Hollywood Trio. Schwarzenegger, actually, it's Schwarzenegger is the guy who used to run the unit that Stallone runs. And Willis is the guy who hires them to do whatever job it is that they do in the movie. Okay. So they're only in it for like a little bit. He shot that at 3 a.m.? I don't know why Little Rex knows this, but apparently he does. But anyway, I just wanted to bring... Right. I was just curious what your thought was on the, you know, on the movie. They had to use special lights to make it look like it was daytime? Yeah, that, things like that happen all the time. I don't know. I'll say, doesn't Schwarzenegger have his hands full with the Proposition 8 nonsense going out of California? 
Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's it's I I want to see it. I tell uh, Mystic Man was telling me that she went and saw the other guys uh, last night with, or the other night with her, with her niece. Uh-huh. That it was fantastic. She said it's the kind of movie you and I and Baron would like. Hmm, okay. We laugh our ass off. It's something like one liner after another. Nice, nice. So we'll have to check that out. All right. So what are we doing? Now? Okay. Well, why don't we do? Uh, we haven't done any of our segments yet. We've That's got true. the video game moment. As well, I believe you also have a quickening of people actually send in questions. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. So why don't we do the video game moment and okay. we'll go from there. Cool. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. I think you meant to say improv or improvised. Improvise, okay, go ahead. Yeah. All right, now... Uh, I tried to do something different this week because so often we've been doing stupid video game moments. Doing different is not our gimmick. Well, what I decided, I, I actually chose something that was good this time around. That okay. actually was good for the industry. Okay. So hopefully you'll agree with me. The Emperor Squirt started in 2000. <laughs> in late 1991, the world was just beginning to latch on to the idea of multimedia computers. The idea was that the seemingly infinite storage capacity and audio fidelity of CD-ROMs would propel computers into a brave new world of games and programs that would literally destroy television. After all, who'd want to watch some boring old TV when a PC could play music videos better than MTV and Encyclopedia Britannica could give you just as much information on the lions of the Serengeti as PBS? And it was all interactive, which was a magic word back in 1991. Over the next two years, PC makers attempted to make the CD-ROM drive standard equipment, all of them banking on the, quote, multimedia revolution to push computers into the hands of millions of first-time home computer owners. Unfortunately, the multimedia revolution didn't really take off the way everyone figured it would. Television, radio, and the movies continued to stay in business, and a few years later, the Internet would become what multimedia had always promised to be. In the meantime, though, there were all these expensive CD-ROMs installed on desktop computers that were pretty much never used, except to install new programs, something that could have been handled perfectly well by floppy disks. By 1993, people found themselves asking whether or not they might be able to knock 300 bucks off the price of a new computer if it didn't have one of those CD-ROMs attached to it. In short, nobody could think of anything useful to do with it. Fortunately, though, there were two people who did. Two brothers from Washington State, Rand and Robin Miller, were developing a new kind of game for the Apple Macintosh that was specifically designed to take advantage of the storage capacity of, of CD-ROM. Pong. The game was called Mist, and it featured a non-violent, puzzle-based story with incredibly beautiful pre-rendered environments that were loaded from the CD-ROM. Even better, the title was built around the inherent limitations of the technology. The long load times of a CD-ROM and Apple's HyperCard were covered by a dreamy gameplay style that encouraged players to take their time, linger, and thoroughly explore each scene. The game was successful beyond the wildest dreams of anyone involved. Suddenly, there was an actual reason to have those retractable coffee cup holders dangling off the edge of your computer. Millions of casual gamers drove the sale of Mist through the roof, and when it was eventually ported to the PC, it became the biggest PC game of all time. More importantly, the game saved the CD-ROM format from the same hell where the multimedia revolution now lies. Mist saves the CD-ROM format, another great game in video game history. And that was an awesome game. I remember playing that uh, back in the day. I was a- From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. 
All right, there we go. It's got to play the little thing there. So yeah, I thought I I'd change it up. It. So what do you think? What do you think? I liked it. I mean, back in the day, I remember my my buddy uh, uh, Ben was in Chicago. Now, actually, I meant to download. He's a uh, uh, he works for a vaccine rep. He's also a rave and, and club DJ on, oh, okay. on the side, and he actually produces on music. A lot of which were actually he gave me permission to use on our show. He actually gave me his website. I forgot to download it. Much my uh, shame, but. Um, he was a huge Mist fan. I mean, I, I'm really, a huge Mist and he got too. me to play it too uh, through that. I have, I have all of them. I have all five. You know, actually, I blame him for my uh, fetish for paintball and uh, <laughs> my interest in anime. Although I had seen anime, I never really paid a whole lot of attention mm-hmm. to it. Right, right. He, on the other hand, had jumped into it, you know, head first. And this is back in like 1994. Wow. And he showed me like Vampire Hunter D and Akira, and from that point on, it was like, mm, right, okay. Um, Oh yeah, missed was great. And they had a couple uh, sequels, and they missed, and they had Riven, and they, they had, had Return of Mist. Or they had five, five. I don't remember what three. Three was Exile. It was done. It right. wasn't done by Cyan because they were making their online game Uru, which I played. I think it was one of only ten people who played it. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, missed three, and then missed four. Revelation was really good. Uh, it was also made by another company, and then like in two thousand three, four. Actually, it might have been 2005, even as latest. Uh, Missed Five, End of Ages. That was actually done by Sign, and that was the last one. They ended it right there. We need a couple of some kind of like dirty joke or some racist comment. Everybody looks bored on this little chat thing here. I don't think you can be bored. What? What? The, go go back to the thing. The okay. guy with the helmet. I. He's got. Okay, that, that looks like a. For a minute, I thought it was like a Spartan type helmet or a Roman helmet. Or, I, I, or it might have been thing. one of those helmets you wear when you're you know one of those um, you know. Go full retard. Go full retard. Exactly. You don't hurt yourself. <laughs> the Wagyu helmet. There you go. <laughs> and then he uh, he's got like uh, his shoes on top of it. I think is what. And then it looks like this chick down here is building Skynet in her back. Exactly. In the background there. Jeez. <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on. We have a bunch of different topics we have to get to yet. I, oh, great. Um. Wow. There's so many good ones here. What do I want to get to? Uh, True choice. Alex, I will take PC gamers are too good for Microsoft gamers for five hundred. All right, all right. Oh, yeah, here go we go. Ahead, go Legal ahead. tender, you little prick. This one's for you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Raul Saud, Voodoo PC founder and current CTO of gaming at HP, spins an interesting story about an aborted Microsoft project that would have let PC and Xbox gamers face off. The problem? During testing, the PC gamers clean the Xboxers', Xboxers clocks. This is exactly what I've been saying for months and years on end, you sons of bitches who said I was, I was wrong. A mouse and keyboard will school newbie anybody using a controller hand to God. Quote, in the middle of rumination on the lukewarm state of PC gaming, uh, he divulged some details of a project. Said for the project, the fight wasn't exactly a fair one. Basically, they played Gears of War in a real turn. I'll say, uh, <clears throat> Microsoft was working on many, many months ago to let PC and Xbox face off in games like Gears of War in a real tournament. An effort that would have effectively bridged the gap between Xbox Live and Windows. Sadly, the project, the fight wasn't exactly a fair one. Quote, I've heard from a reliable source that during the development, they brought together the best console gamers to play mediocre PC gamers at the same game. And guess what? The con- they pitted the console gamers with their console controller against PC gamers with their mouse and keyboard. The console players got destroyed every time. So much so that it would be embarrassing to the Xbox team in general had Microsoft launched with this initiative. Period. Look. A mouse allows you to be more accurate and faster, as well as keyboard giving you much quicker reactions than a controller ever did. And I'll tell you something funny. By the way, uh, Highlander, I will extend an invitation to you for a Halo party from Legal Tenor, uh Labor Day weekend, like the one he had a couple of weeks ago, a couple months ago. I'll think about it, sure. You'll go. 
We sixteen people in, in crawling in a house with a halo. You'll go. Well, here's here's the cool part. Apparently, there's an eight dollar adapter that you can buy that allows you to use a mouse and keyboard to play Halo. <laughs> Do we really need an adapter? Because I thought that I, uh, I it, think because I thought I'm pretty sure Xbox 360s come with USB connectors. Uh he said there was an eight dollar connector. I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't I have an Xbox. Wrong. You I've, do. I don't. I do, I but I've, I've never looked for the the USB connection. But I'm I'm pretty sure that um, there's two USB connectors on there. Could Anyways, this is from uh, Gizmodo.com. Anyways, that's not entirely surprising to anyone who's fragged on both platforms. Matt Buchanan said, "I'd rather I'd slaughter anybody using a controller if I had a keyboard and mouse." But it's interesting, nevertheless, to hear just how thoroughly the Xbox gamers supposedly got their asses kicked. I guess I stand corrected. I, I've always thought that controllers would be. The better way to go. You know what? And I believe that there is something else out there, too. Somebody actually did a study. I'm, I'm almost positive they did. An actual study where they pitted uh, PC gamers against console using a mouse keyboard versus a controller. Think about how precise this is with the mouse, whereas you know, with, this, with the analog controllers, you have to use one, maybe two in tandem, as opposed to strafing left, moving forward, moving right, switching guns, shooting, grappling, etc. The guess, options... Yeah. Somebody who's fast enough at the keyboard will beat out anybody in a controller anytime. There's, there's a reason why RTSs don't work on consoles. That's why. There's a reason why FPS, why they separate. Look, Team Fortress 2 was also supposed to have people playing on console against people playing on PC. And I heard the exact same thing at the time that this came up. Valve said much the same thing. We don't want people playing together. They're going to get their ass kicked. Wow. Well, I, like I said, I guess I stand corrected. And I, 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 I defy anybody to say better. otherwise now. I guess one of the few times I was wrong. Wow. Right. I'll just chalk it up this ever-growing list. Of one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell me about this one you sent in. This one Oh yeah, I, me. I thought this one was interesting when I when I saw it. Uh, Louisiana man pleads guilty in video game probe. A Fibado Louisiana man accused of illegally modifying a video game console and selling a pirated video game to undercover investigators has pleaded guilty to violating a federal copyright law. Well, okay, that's understandable. But this is the reason why I thought it was interesting. 28-year-old Reno Jean Dare the 4th faces a maximum sentence of five years in prison and a $500,000 fine following his guilty plea on Wednesday to violating the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. So for mo- And what it is is he, he, modded a, he, he had a, a company that modded uh, Xbox 360s to allow uh, basically like Japanese games to play, pirated software, stuff like that. Oh, I know people with multiple <clears throat> sure. modded Xboxes in their house. So basically uh, this guy modded an Xbox 360 and he's getting five years in prison and half a million dollar fine. How the hell did they think, catch him? Uh, well, he actually says on here, federal agents contacted Dere last November, purchased a pirated game, and paid for him to modify the console. And then once he did it, they, they nabbed him. It was like a sting. the sting operation. So they asked this guy to modify the to, console for them. Yes, in order to play the game that they had. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. No. We're fighting terrorists. We're fighting the goddamn Taliban and Al-Qaeda. We're fighting people trying to get in this country. We have illegal streaming across this never-increasing numbers with ever-increasing crimes. And the FBI and federal agents have enough time in their hands to hunt down some douchebag kid in some place in Louisiana I can't even pronounce because he's modding an Xbox. God forbid! There's nothing more in this country more important than hunting down people modding their Xboxes. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with them putting him in jail or whatever, like pleading guilty because he did it, because it is technically illegal. I understand. The problem that I have is that, is, is that really worth oh, that, five years in absolutely. prison? Absolutely. That, that's half a, a million argument. dollars? 
I mean, there's people with, I mean, at least in this state, with multiple DUIs. You've seen the party plates. They get uh, three days in jail. Yeah. Two, two years probation. I, I, the rapist who get to walk free after a year in prison. This dude is getting five years and half a mil. I think that's crazy. 500 Gs because he, he mounted an Xbox Live. Yeah. Kiss my Irish ass. The Pogmathoin. That's pathetic. Hopefully he doesn't serve at all. Hopefully well, he doesn't serve well, he, says he, he could he, get up to. He does not deserve to be in jail for five years for doing that. So what? Okay. So what is? What would be a, a fair punishment? I'd say to, like I'd say like a, a year probation. Okay. And then probably some sort of fine, maybe like five, ten grand. My guess is having been caught once, he's probably not going to go out and do it again. Or at least he's going to do it and be a lot low-key and not have a company. Right. Because I do know of people. Um, I know people, too. Uh, people yeah. I used to work with back in the day at other places uh, who send their Xboxes and their PlayStations away to companies to have them modded mm-hmm. and have them sent back. Right. And they're, actually, and they're usually pretty good about it. I mean, these companies are, are pretty stand-up. Yeah. Now, apparently, they're just one or two people doing it out of their basement or their garage, and I get that, okay? But, I mean, honestly, what does the modding of the Xbox really do to the company? I mean, uh, granted, you can play burned copies of games. Yeah. I suppose you're stealing. You're not stealing $500,000 for the games, no. or you are one, you're my hero. <laughs> if you can somehow steal $500,000 of anything, uh, I mean, digital copies, movies, music, games, uh, you, I'm going to call a Tumble, Iowa, and have you put in their, their friggin' <laughs> Hall of Fame, because you are truly an internet hero, if you can pull that off. <laughs> you know, it's kind of interesting. Um and we had this debate uh, coming back from Otakon, uh, Mystic Mim and I, mm-hmm. which, for those who don't know, it's a it's an, primarily an anime but also video game convention in Baltimore, Maryland. It brings in about 30,000 people. We go to it every year. Uh, and you and I had a debate because we're talking about a project, and I don't think do we even need no, to say it's, that it's, here. because it's, it's too it's, much on the burn. Eventually right. we will. If, if we go through with it, then obviously it would be dumb if we didn't. But right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's a big project that we've been discussing. Big uh, project. Just getting into and uh, Probably, I, I think it probably may end up being bigger than the show if we if we keep uh, up with it yeah. in like 10, 20 years. Yeah, it's not Magic Quest. From, no. no. Although we never did that, did magic we? Magic Quest. No, we, we still got to do Magic Quest. I think it's going to rain again. Um, you know, maybe maybe I'll, I'll do Magic Quest in, in two weeks or so. I, I have two weeks two off weeks of work off, coming yeah. I got nothing to do. Let's t- take a drive down. Um, God, the, yeah. If, if we could pull it, it's a life-altering project uh, from a financial standpoint. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, the thing you wanted to say? We were discussing coming back, and, and I discussed <clears throat> a bit with you, kind of touching the topic because of uh, uh, the dealer issue. But for animes that are not in the United States, right? Um, like Macross uh, Frontier, I always like the Macross series. Okay, but due to issues, apparently, I, I talked to a couple uh, nerds there that apparently were in the know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Macross Frontier cannot come to the United States because there's a problem with the licensing. People actually, have, uh, there's something wrong with trying to license in the United States. Two companies are fighting over it. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Okay. Is it wrong to download or watch a Japanese anime that's subtitled here in the United States? If it's not that's, here in the United States commercially, at least yet. That's a pretty big issue. Um, and it's been ongoing for a long time, and I in, know that. But. In my opinion, and it's only my opinion, and we could, you could have a whole show about that. We could bring in people. and like I, I could get you in touch with someone who, who really talks about that. It actually has panels about whether or not that's a good idea or if that's killing the industry or whatever. I would say, no, I don't have a big problem with it. The reason why in Japan... You can watch that show on television, right? which gives you the incentive to buy the DVD. You watch the show, you liked it, you're going to buy the DVD. Right. Here in America, we're not given that opportunity, if you look at it from a licensing perspective. 
So for, say, someone who wants to buy, say, an anime, like they've got money burning in their pocket, they want to go buy some anime. So they're going to go down to Best Buy or Walmart or whatever the hell, and the only thing they have to go on is what's on the back of the DVD case. Right, they don't know anything about it. They don't know anything about it. Kind of like when I bought Rin, and I didn't realize it was basically a hentai. I had no clue. So really, you you could be buying a, a, a pig in a poke. You could be buying something that is really horrible, but you don't know. So to be able to have the opportunity to at least see the show first and then base your decision on you know, whether or not you like the show, I think it is very fair. Now, I know that there are some companies that are trying to do certain things, like they're trying to, like on their website, you can, you can watch the first episode for free. They'll have it streaming on the right, website, yes, yeah. which I think is very good. Funimation does it. You can get a lot of these on Hulu. You can watch them. I mean, a yes. lot of the shows like Naruto. I didn't realize there's 380 episodes there's of the new season. Ton, new tons. series, right? And there's only like 26 in America that are even released. Jesus Christ. I'm not going to... And it's like 50 bucks for 13 episodes. Yes. Uh, you know, get on your knees and blow me before I'm going to buy right. that. No, I'm, I'm trying to... But... I, I, I don't remember what their side of the argument is. and I, So I'm not going to bring it up because I don't remember. But I mean, I'll, I'll look into it and I'll be able to bring it up. But, but really, in, in, in my opinion, it, it should be a, the same level playing field for everyone. Everyone should, you know, the, the, the main reason people buy a DVD is because you've already previously watched whatever it is that's on the DVD. I mean, what should stop you from DVRing and just TiVoing it? I mean, what's the difference between that and downloading the torrent and bringing it to a DVD? Yeah, you know, pretty much. Um, and we got into this debate because, uh, of course, it's uh, the piracy debate in America can use to rage. And it's, it's I, I remember it, I, it comes up because of this Xbox guy getting slammed because of his modded Xbox. Right. Um, and I know the RIAA is starting to really crack down and going after people, you know, downloading BitTorrents. I haven't downloaded anything music or otherwise in years, uh, mainly because I don't trust the place you get them. But I do know people who do. And recently, I've come to the conclusion that I'd rather download some of the animes that are not out yet, or I'd rather have them in the original Japanese. And it's just easier to get them from a fan sub than necessarily going to Best Buy, driving them fifty bucks, or waiting forever, like Hitalia, for instance. Right. That's right. been out for years. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's just now coming here. The the enforcement of it is kind of like a gray area. Like for example, yes. you could go to like Crunchyroll. Have you ever been there? No. Crunchyroll is what exactly you're talking about. They have anime series on there that have not been licensed. Oh, and like Anbu.com yeah. uh, or Anbu.net. I mean, there's, yeah, there's a bunch of yeah. them out there. Okay. Crunchyroll is, is a big one. They actually, they actually work with the industry on the American side in that once something gets licensed, they, they agree to take it down. But as long as it's not licensed, they put it up there for everyone to see. I'm, I, it's the moral, the moral part of the ethical part of it is, is it okay to download something that's not readily available, but very well may be in, in the near future? Right. Um, the anime industry in and of itself is getting lambasted. I mean, it's, getting just, it's hemorrhaging a lot of money. And well, this is one of the things that they, that they are pointing to and complaining, saying a lot of people are not going to buy the anime because they already know how it goes, because they've already seen it in Japanese. And or you know not just watching, but they're downloading it. And they're actually they're was that told to you, or is that yes. what you think really? Yeah, I mean, that's been told to me by some people. I, I, you know it more than I do. Well, like, I, like I, I said, question, I, I, was, I was trying to remember the arguments because I, I haven't gone to those panels in a while. I've not taken I'm these not, were not I'm panels. Not this was what, this was where, uh, just people. This was people actually dealers from because I was talking about it. And, and the thing of it was, and the reason why I gave a little more credence is that these were four different people in mm-hmm. four different places, actually on two different days, Friday and Saturday, that said much the same thing, is that a lot of the companies were mad because people are downloading the Japanese version with subtitled, right. burning it and watching it. And now they're not going to buy it in English when it comes out because they don't want to spend the money. They've already seen it. They know what happens. So it doesn't matter if they're basically just changing the voices or if it's just... Wow, I have to... I, I think that's the dumbest excuse uh, I've okay. ever heard. And like I said, I've already told you why. Right. Look at... 
but this and, and, also goes and, to and, and go ahead. Yeah, think of any and listening at home. Think of any DVD that you own. Have you not already seen it? I mean, we're talking. Obviously, we're talking about like movies. It could be television series too. I mean, you could have like the box sets of you know whatever TV shows. Right. The reason you get it is because you already like it. You want to have it on hand all the time. Now, what what companies have to do, and what other companies do in terms of like television shows and movies and all that. You have to put extra features on. You have to give people an incentive. Do to you get want it. to see the extra stuff? Case do, you, do, you, do, do you want to see a, a, a poor, pixelated, you know, subtitled version of something, or do you want to see a clean rendered, you know, with a few extras on there? Are you willing to pay that extra couple right. bucks to get it? Case in point: um, there is a. I, I've, I've watched several episodes of Robin Hood from the BBC. It's uh-huh. an English. It's an English uh, series that's on TV. I've seen one episode. Yeah. Bad ass. Maybe not like Errol Flynn, badass, mm. but pretty damn good. I've heard it's good. I've yeah, heard good it's, it's an English series, and I've seen I think, three or four of the episodes. Uh, uh-huh. Good enough that I've ordered them. Then I went and bought them off eBay, and I don't know who gets credit for. I mean, they're new. They're right. coming from probably what, who the BBC. Su- I would assume. Okay, I, the point is, I actually legitimately bought them and expect to have all three, or at least the first three seasons here, probably next week. Okay, then I'm actually going to go ahead and watch. It, and it's the same thing. Um, it, like there's uh, um while you're, while while you're da, thinking da, da, da. oh I know what it is okay okay but. the and I've I've I said it before early in this in this topic or whatever the it it should be a fair playing field because the Japanese see the show on television right so to that I mean it's no big deal to them and it's no big deal to them and they they manage but to sell stuff the, over there right but it's the American companies that are the ones complaining because they're the ones that are getting smashed well the thing is between that and the cheap Hong Kong and Malaysian ripoffs and I'll be honest with you sure I'll say half my anime collection or mm-hmm. stuff is, is to Hong Kong really it's from Hong Kong wow. Exa- and I I've seen like the originals like in Slayers I mm-hmm. had the original series and I had the one that was produced by by you know the freaking Chinese uh-huh. I can't tell the difference dude. Other than not the price, really. it was one hundred twenty bucks for the box set, yeah. or thirty bucks for the Chinese. Yeah, usually, there is not a damn bit difference, of difference. You're the only difference is that you have to like you can't get rid of the Chinese subtitles. I think a lot. No, of there times wasn't any. I mean, there wasn't any. No, no, no. It's, it's just it's, it's like a carbon copy. That. It's it's the exact copy. It's just like you know a Cowboy Golf Club. Yeah, you think you're buying the original, you know, legit thing? You're not. Five six years ago, I used to work at the, the when I used to run those sporting goods companies. Mm-hmm. We used to get uh, buy all the used Cowboy Clubs. I'd say one out of every three was fake. Wow. Yeah. I'm sh- I'm sure that piracy hurts the American industry. I'm not going to deny that, but I think that on a, on a larger scale, the reason why the industry is hemorrhaging is because they're looking at quantity over quality, and it's something I've I've talked about with other people too. There are a lot of companies, especially like in the early days, if it was anime, people would buy it. Right? They didn't care because what you, it was. You didn't have a whole lot to. You didn't to have go a whole from. lot to yeah. choose from, and if if it, if it was anime, it would sell, and that was the mindset of a lot of companies. That if it's it's like a gold mine, you just you just license any old series. It doesn't matter how good it is. You bring it over here, you slap an English dub on it, and people will buy it. Right. And that's been going on for a long time. Well, consumers are a lot more savvy now. They're not interested in the fact that it's from Japan. They want a good story. They want good characters and all that kind of stuff that goes along with that. And like every other medium, no matter what it is. There's good anime and there's bad anime. There's good TV shows or bad. There's exactly. good movies or bad. Good yeah, movies there's good and bad games. Movies. There's bad games. Right. And a lot of companies haven't recognized that. A lot of them were still in the mindset of if it's anime, it'll sell because it's anime and that's all they care about. And there's a lot of garbage out there. And there's a lot of garbage out there. And if you license garbage, no one's going to buy it. I don't care how much money you sack into it and how many you know whatever things. If it's a bad show, no one's going to watch it. If it's a bad anime movie, no one's going to watch it. And I think that that has a lot more to do with how the industry is hurt 
rather than piracy. What it's, it comes down it's to their, is their their choice in licensing. Should I feel like a real bastard if I go in and burn the fifty episodes of Macross Frontier? Uh, should not, I feel like a real prick if I go and watch the, all the Naruto episodes in Japanese as opposed to? Well, if if you don't buy the series, yeah, you could maybe make a claim for that because you but because you already you know you already have them whatever. If you go and buy the series from whatever company. Or if you get rid of them or you know whatever, then maybe right. I guess eh, like it's a gray area. But um, no, if if it's not a licensed series in America, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be able to to watch it. These people look bored. Everybody get naked. I think that would excite everybody. That, that, went that over would be like a lead funny. balloon. Sir. Yes. Well, I take there's like a ten second delay. It hasn't hit them yet. Wait for it. Wait for it. I'm still waiting. Actually, these are people. Who, a general rule, as a general rule, we probably wouldn't want to see naked because there's a couple of smiles. You're like, yeah. oh, 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 I took my shirt off. Oh, there go my genius. pants. Oh, okay. Except for that, that dude's like smoking. He's like, I'm not going to take my hood off. Okay, that's scary. All right, moving on. Isn't it awesome? We have such yeah. a great fan base. They, yeah. they sit in their parents' basement smoking, <laughs> drinking Smirnoff. Drinking Smirnoff. That's our target audience. That's right. Maybe we should get some commercials for Smirnoff. Or it's whatever. hotter than hell in here. Swear to God, the next house I'm getting, because we're going to bid on a house. We saw one today we're going to bid on. Oh, we're going to do this one, huh? Yeah, I figured we'd bring it up and start right. doing some of the harder ones. But, uh, some right. of the hard ones, some, some of the more interesting ones. ones. But uh, from a life standpoint, cause I do have a bunch of emails that uh, we should probably get to that, too. Um, a couple oh, of good Lord, I never thought about that. Yeah, we you probably have tons of emails. Well, I think after a while, people stop emailing mainly because yeah, we make, haven't yeah, done the show sense. in a while. A lot of them were, I mean, I got stuff from, uh, here's one from about 4chan this guy uh, sent in. I think this was from... Uh, it's from Vandalay, if I remember right. Uh, Jason sent this in, and it's uh, in regards to uh, 4chan. One of the guys who ran 4chan was sub- subpoenaed as federal court because of the Sarah Palin email uh, cracking case. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's that one. Uh, I, none left has been like a monster sending stuff in. I believe Hobo Joe set one in. This is about uh, – and actually, I've seen this before. This is the video game uh, orchestra. Oh, yeah. There's the, 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 there's a couple of those going around. Yeah. Um I think Final Fantasy really started it going with um, the uh, my was it like my friends or dear friends something, yeah, like, yeah something yeah. like that. So yeah. I've seen a couple of those on PBS actually. Um, those are actually kind of badass. A lot of those uh, stuff like I've seen Celtic Women on on uh, PBS. I've seen mm-hmm. you know Lord of the Dance. Then I've seen some of the video game ones too. The concerts are actually very good. Uh, another one's here from Unrelentless sent in a bunch, and this is what the PC console actually sent in by a couple people. Ah, okay. But uh, where's the haiku that... Uh, d- d- is that it up there uh, at the top? Where, there it is. This is sent in by, of course, uh, Angry Badger sends one in all the time. This is from way back when. This is from June 30th. Emp has a new wife. Divorce or death is what's left. What will the end be? Hope you enjoy. Hope your marriage ends in a death a long time from now. Wow, thanks, Angry Badger, I, I guess. Um... I think that was a compliment. Yes, it was. You know, uh, in, a, in a roundabout sort of way. A backhanded compliment. Uh, people have been asking me, actually, what's been going on in the real life. Um, as you know, I got married June 5th. The same day Rush Limbaugh got married. Was it the same day? Yeah, June 5th. Because I, I know he just got married. Yeah. Did you see the chick he married to? No. Oh, I'm sure she's, she's probably hot. Hot piece of ass. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure. Go to, it's I'm sure Facebook. she married him for his incredible good looks. And, and I'm sure he married her for <laughs> you know her her stimulating Her stimulating intellect. Yeah. Yes. Let me pull it up here on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and look up Rush Limbaugh, you can see uh, some pictures of uh, the wife. Oh, okay. That's a... I uh, think I've seen... Fine-looking young American. I assume it's American. I have no idea. Uh, let's see. You can pick... 
that's not it. Where the hell are the well, Elton John was at their wedding, which yes. I couldn't figure out. I'm like, wait, that's kinda... because they hired him to do the wedding. Oh, they did hire him. He was the entertainment. Well, they had a couple of different things. I thought it. They I, paid I him a sure million how dollars. How much? One million dollars. Elton John, you couldn't get somebody else better that's cheaper. All right, uh, where the hell is the actual? There's photos, wedding photos. Yeah. Yeah, she's a, a, a nice chick. Blonde, probably 30s. Very well at, at endowed. This it's I couldn't figure huge out. Huge tracts of land. land. This is an honor guard? Yes. Yes. Uh, looks like Marines and Navy. Well, usually an honor guard is all the branches. No, honor guard can be one of one of just one branch. Really? Sure. You okay. can I have just army, just Navy, or one of each. Mm, okay. It depends. But yeah, they had Elton John there. They had a couple other people that were singing. Uh, what the hell are they? I guess it doesn't matter. Rush Limbaugh here is a is probably the one person who could say that he single handedly saved AM radio, and because he really started the the talk radio revolution back in the eighties. And he's a, a conservative talk show host, probably I believe the most successful radio personality out there, even bigger than Howard Stern. Uh, we could argue about that, but uh, it's close. Two, either two way, or one, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, Howard Stern, it really appeals to a much broader audience than Rush Limbaugh does. Right, right. But in either case, um, so I, I did get married uh, June fifth. Went very well. It was a fantastic wedding. Everybody had fun. Highlander, of course, was part of the uh, wedding party. Yeah, thank you for uh, letting me be a part of that, and also uh, thank you on behalf of my parents. Uh, they were very surprised that they got invitations. To Why? Wedding. I've known her for years. Oh, yeah, but they didn't know if they, you know, because sometimes it's like that. You don't know who gets invited oh, or who doesn't. Um, apologies in advance. I actually have all the thank you cards. are actually sitting on my attache case right there. Uh, I have not mailed them out. Oh, okay. uh, theirs is in there. So. Gotcha. Uh, we are been looking for a house as well, uh, a little bigger house than we have right now with some better amenities like air conditioning, which is much too expensive to bother to put in this house at this right. point. Had one we bid on. We ended up losing out on it. Kind of pissed about that. We saw one this morning that I am absolutely going to bid on. Big house, three-bedroom, about 1,700 square feet, really nice. End of a cul-de-sac, very quiet, air conditioning. So <laughs> it's about 90 degrees here in Cleveland. We've had thunderstorms moving through, so it's it's humid on a normal day. Are you saying it's hot in Cleveland? Yeah. That's a TV show on TV Land here. In they got renewed for a second season. Yeah, I guess it's done very well, especially yeah. in Cleveland. But it's got Betty White, and she, you know, awesome. Betty White's funny as hell. Anyway, so uh, people ask me how's married life. Um, to be honest, I've been so busy at work, I really haven't had a chance to really sit down and enjoy it because Mystic Mam is also very busy at her new job. Um, recently got promoted, which kicks in February 1st, which is my anniversary date, um, because they got to wait one year. You have to have time and grade, so I'm getting kicked up a full grade. Work is phenomenal. Wedding you know, was phenomenal. Married life is phenomenal. Everything is going very well. Uh, 2010 has been certainly my year, I think. Cool. So, from a personal standpoint, from the IRL, things are going as best as they could. Uh, if we can actually land this house and be moved into it by Halloween, um, I will dance a jig on top of my roof. So, there you go. A lot of people have been asking about how things are going in the real world, and well, there you have it. Cool to know. Now, Highlander, do we want to go for another topic? Do we want to go and do the quickening? Because I know you got a bunch of questions. Very good ones from what I understand. Um, I think we should do another topic because we still have another, like, another hour. And actually, it's it's eight oh six. We should turn on that television. Oh crap! Yeah, hand me the the controllers over there next to your uh, cards. The big one here. Yeah, I need the one for. I actually need them both. I need the big black one because uh, I like my uh, controllers like my men, big and black. And then I also need the there you go, the gray one for the TV. So I got one for the TV, one for the uh, Harmon Carden uh, uh, receiver here. We get to watch Jake Delhomme get sacked and throw interceptions. 
as opposed to watching Derek Anderson get sacked and throw interceptions. Exactly. Or Brady Quinn. So really, it's, it's, it's nothing different. Uh, actually, that's the Weather Channel. I gotta mute this thing here. You watch the Weather Channel? You're like my mother. She loves oh, the Weather I'm Channel. A weather, I'm a Weather watch Freak. Watch the Weather Channel all I'm the time. I'm a like, Weather really? it's not Freak. Gonna... You know, I watch the Weather Channel too. It's called a window. Thank you. That's because you never leave your house. And Cincinnati's getting pounded like a dude in prison. Oh, there, there it is. There we go. Did we lose Channel 3? Right, there, there he is. No score. There's Jake. Hot damn. Oh, first play of the game. Complete. Look at that. Is that the 30? He's running. Is that the 35? The 35? score doesn't count. Four. He's at the 38. Wow. An advance of 18 yards. That was the first play of the game. Man, talk for, about yeah. timing. Uh, how about that? For, for those of you who aren't uh, in America, we're watching uh, American football. We're watching the Cleveland Browns take on the Green Bay Packers in the first preseason game of the year. Preseason means it doesn't really the score doesn't count, and it's basically all just tune-up games. It's, uh, there's four preseason games. How about those Indians? I started the season. Actually, halfway, oh, it's about three weeks ago. I thought the Indians were a bunch of you know, bums. Uh, they Look, still are. They, uh, I'd say looking at... They lost to the Baltimore Orioles. I know, but they're still they're positive. Uh, I mean, they're over 500 since the All-Star break. I tell you what, now looking at it now, there's some think, uh, hoping that Carlos Santana isn't you know, done for his career. I, I thought it was very funny that you picked him up in a fantasy league and then you had to drop him right away. <laughs> well, I had him for about you know, a month and a half. He was doing uh, real well, then he was he? died. That's cool. God, I haven't looked at my fantasy baseball on Yahoo. You don't want to know. You're you're fifth right now. Yeah, I I, I mailed I'm, it in. There's I'm no third. way. I know I'm going to be third. I can't crack the two of those it's guys on me. top. Good lord! I t- fantasy baseball online is awesome, but I got to tell you, if you fall behind, way behind you're, at the early, it's, it's a bitch. You try and climb your way out of you're it. You done. just can't. Yeah. Speaking of bitches, uh, apparently there's a new. Video. I actually saw this on Fox News the other day. This is from AOL.com. AOLnews.com. It's uh, apparently there's a new video game that's going to let you to play as a Taliban. It's it's the latest Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor game, right? And there's I I just know if it hasn't happened yet, it's going to. There's going to be a big controversy. Probably. Well, Which it already is, is if you saw it on Fox News. And right. Well, obviously I got this off of AOL News of all things. It was kind of a, a small thing at the bottom of the screen. I mean, I always check some of the. I'm a news guy too. I like to check that. But stop watching the game. We're talking about shit here. I'm I'm listening to you. We're uh, we're going right down the field. I got to tell you, dude. I, I, yes, I, I noticed that. This is actually the first teams too, not the uh, garbage scrubs. Yeah. But the thing of it is, this is gonna be good for for Medal of Honor. They want the controversy. They want people talking about I, it. I, ha- does. I have to think that's probably why they did that. And you are the first person they've always said there's no such thing as bad publicity. I don't think there's anything. Right. Yeah, no such thing as bad publicity. It's a standard feature of World War II themed video games like Electronic Arts, a best-selling Medal of Honor series, uh, multiplayer sessions. While some players take the roles of Allied troops, others will take the Axis, including the Third Reich. The next Medal of Honor series will be set in modern-day Afghanistan, and it will allow players to play as the Taliban. Of course, developer Dice emphasizes that this isn't trying to take and make any grand political statements with the game. It's just simply facing the facts of what it is. Okay, I th- okay. My my take. I don't I don't have a problem with people playing the Taliban. It's a game. It's old hat. You have to separate yourself from the game. The only thing I could see that would be mildly controversial is the fact that you're making a video game out of a current war. And making that, it out of what's right. going on currently. Right. That might be a little. Mm, I don't know. But, I mean, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. I, I'm of two minds about this. To me, to me, it's old hat. If this was going to be that big a deal and they should have thrown, you know, bitched about it when Counter-Strike came out and had terrorists. Right. And people looking at terrorists shooting up, you know, SWAT members. However, those aren't exactly American soldiers. Those are of various countries and it's SWAT instead of the American Army. Okay? Now, I, I think we talked about this. Um, 
Did did we talk about the one thing in uh, Modern Warfare Two where you're the Russian terrorist? Yes, and you have to shoot the terror or right. shoot the right. innocents. Okay, I I have two minds about this. One, I think like you should separate yourself from the game. It's no different really than playing as the Nazis in, exactly. in, in World War Two and pick. World War II game. With here. the yeah. exception, and you hit it on the head, is the fact that this is a current ongoing war. Right. Now, the war in Iraq isn't as big a deal anymore because that game, that war's pretty much won. We've already won that. It's done. We're coming home. Right. Afghanistan is still up in the air. I, th- I think we're going to win that one in the, in the end anyways. I don't think they can possibly hold us. But it is a current ongoing war, and tensions, I mean, tension in the country is pretty high. It's sure. for the first time in a long time. I mean... 70% of Americans do, are now fed up with the war in Afghanistan. It's uh, just going on. They're, they're tired can, of it. You can count me in with that, too. And that's fine. Um, having said that, and considering who my employer is and who I work for and sure. who I take care of, of course, I do not, and I am not comfortable with the idea of playing as a character killing an American soldier in an ongoing war. I do not like that. I have a real problem with that. I've been thinking about this since I saw it, and I'm glad you brought it up and actually sent it to me. I debated whether or not to even tackle this topic because, it, because you're walking a very tight rope or a very thin line when it comes to the politics of an ongoing war and the way the rhetoric that goes flying around and the, you know, the way people are ratcheted up about this. And you know, it's not just American soldiers. It's also British soldiers and you know, any other NATO and allied forces. Primarily so, British. So your, your problem is that it's, it's, too, it, it's too soon? Would that be the, the problem you have with it? That, and because, I don't like the <clears throat> idea of taking on an existing organization. The Nazis are 70 years removed. They don't exist anymore. Right. The Imperial Japanese Army is 70 years removed. They don't exist anymore. Okay? There's a mm-hmm. difference. These bastards are alive and kicking and very, you know, and very much alive and, and very organized. They're still fighting. Okay? So you, you have a problem with an existing organization I, being in a video game. Now, now I let, think I do, yes. Now, okay, now, now let me say this then. Okay. If the role was reversed, let, let's say that I made a video game where you were an American soldier taking on the Taliban. Okay. You could not play the Taliban. They, they were the enemy. Right. And you were the American soldier. Would you have a problem with that? No. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yeah. It, and exa- and, but you have to understand exactly, for one, who I am, and two... You have to understand, let, let's make no bones about it. It's very clear-cut who the bad guys are, who the good guys are in this war, and not just if you're an American, okay? I think you'd be very hard-pressed to find anybody, even objectionably, who, who would turn around and say, the Taliban are the good guys in this right, one, right. okay? These are people who routinely behead people, torture people. They treat women like garbage, even when they were in power, and they still do. I, 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 I'm going to try and stay out of the politics of it. I, right. These are people that are, are human filth. And it makes me very uncomfortable to play as a character or think that other people are playing as a character killing American soldiers in a game. Yes, I understand it's a game. I understand you're not supposed to take it seriously. At the same time, I don't like the way it's... I don't like the depiction of it. Now, I don't know if that makes me hypocrite for things I've said in the past. I don't know. I don't think it does. And All I, right, let, let me just... But Joseph Olin, president of the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences, argues that depictions of war shouldn't be pretty to start with. He also feels that a role of the arts in wartime should be facilitating... Should be facilitating empathy for the enemy. That's a strange. I'm just reading. Yeah, it's That's kind of an awkward strange. thing to say. Yeah, uh, we just scored a touchdown. Hot damn! James Harrison ran it right in. I like Harrison. I'm hoping he's going to have a breakout season. He started to have it last year. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Uh, so anyway, okay. In all combat simulations that we've entertained ourselves with, from pen and paper to movies and literature, you've always been able to experience combat from the enemy's perspective. 
says he told AOL News, that's always been a draw about some of the best films that have been done about World War II. Again, and- it's 70 years removed. There's a difference. The generation that fought that war, by and large, is very old or is dead. Uh, look, you and I cannot possibly have any kind of connection or, or have a realistic experience of what it was like during that time period. True. Okay? Yeah. And speaking of Rush Limbaugh, he said something a while back that, that has always stuck with me and I agree with. And he said that people's perspective of the world is completely dependent on their life experiences. Our great-grandparents or our grandparents don't understand the technological revolution that we've had. All right, In the same vein that I don't think we understand how big an idea like, say, Pearl Harbor was to our grandparents and how big an impact was. We got a taste with, with 9-11, okay, to a degree. Um, and I think this is the same thing. Shooting Nazis or playing as a Nazi, shooting an American or Allied soldier in a World War II game doesn't have the same kind of impact because we don't see it, we don't experience it. It's in our history classes. We learned about it in school, kind of, years ago. This is something, you know, your next-door neighbor could have lost, you know, somebody in their family who was fighting over there mm-hmm. against these asshole people. And I guess that's, that's the real difference here is that you can very easily find somebody, you know, and the, the wounds in that are going to be very fresh and they're going to be very real. As opposed to somebody, I mean, you could talk to your grandparents about shooting Nazis or being, you know, playing as a Nazi in a game. That was 67 years ago. In most cases, they've moved on from that. Or they understand, or, the, you know, it, it's, I guess it's just different. If that I, makes any sense. No, it, it, it does. But I, I, I will say, in, in defense of the game, I find it interesting just a little bit, considering that you, what your position is. And in this very show, you were very upset with how touchy and how sensitive everyone is in this country over right. certain matters. That they really say, we're, we're too overly sensitive right. about things. There's but a difference right between now, making a rape joke or making a racist joke as opposed to somebody who got killed. Or maimed or destroyed in a war, I think that's a significant difference of, as far as being touchy. And there, you, you talked about having a line in the sand about right. what is offensive, not and very liquid. I think this one's a very clear cut. You know, I, I don't think you can. It's apples and oranges as far as I'm concerned. Comparing, oh, well, you cracked a, you know, a Japanese joke or a racist joke. Uh, yeah, well, I'm kind of offended that wasn't very funny. All right, by and large, you're not going to go home and have your day ruined necessarily because you know you happen to be Japanese, as opposed to. Somebody who you know goes over to little Billy's house and sees him playing as a Taliban, blowing up an American soldier. Oh, as it happens, my brother was killed in Afghanistan by a roadside bomb or whatever. I don't. I'm, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, it's it's difficult for you to sit there and say that the the person wouldn't be offended for the whole day if someone makes a Japanese joke. Okay, and my point to is Japanese, obviously, because you're not Japanese, so you can't. You can't put yourself in that person's Fine. perspective. Fine. A week from now, a month from now, a year from now, you're really going to care about some of the correct joke. Probably not if you're a normal person. As opposed to somebody... I mean, this game isn't going to go away. It's going to be around for a while. And a lot of people are going to play it's Medal of Honor, which yeah, is probably. a very popular series. Oh, yeah. I, and you know, it's not just an American thing either. There are other... Like I said, there's other nations out there helping us. There's NATO. I mean, the English more so than anybody. Uh, have troops over there. And I wonder how they feel about that. None left brings up Vietnam. If, if, if there was a Vietnam game... And you could play as the Viet Cong. Would you feel similarly? Yes. And, again, it's a lot closer to home. My father fought in the war. My father-in-law fought in the war. They're both veterans. You know, they both play games. They're both very, you know, they're up-to-date with things that are going on. I guess it's, that's a lot closer than, say, World War II, which happened so long ago, it's in black and white, for God's sake. Right. It, so then how, how, I don't know. how far, rem- I mean, I, it, like I said, you're it, right. I mean, how far it's, back it's do you too, go before it's no longer? It's, it's yeah. like you said, there is a line, but it, I mean, do you, you get can't all, determine where the line is. Is it 
40 years? Is it 37 years? I mean, years? do people yeah. get all upset if you're playing a Civil War game and somebody from the South kills a Union soldier or one of an Ohio regiment? Do I get all pissed? Right. Yeah. No. But it's because you're so far removed from it. Right. This is happening in the here and now. And these are people we are still actually con- constantly fighting. So Darth Tedious says, of course, you're going to win against a ragtag team of poorly equipped and trained people. Really? Uh, I don't know. Tell what, that to what the Vietnamese. Uh, and tell that to the Soviets. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry. Backtrack. Militarily speaking, we beat the crap out of the Vietnamese. We beat the shit out of them in every single engagement. We never lost militarily. That was a political failure. There's a significant difference. But no, don't ever try, I mean, don't ever discount what a ragtag group of people can do that are poorly yeah. trained. Uh, if it wasn't for a ragtag group of poorly trained people, uh, the United States of America would not exist. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah. If it wasn't for a ragtag, poorly gr- organized group, we wouldn't be in two wars. And we would still be two towers larger and about 3,000 people heavier. Hmm. So, you know, a bunch of, you know, assholes on a cave got together and hijacked a couple planes and used them as flying bombs it wasn't for them so no i, I disagree with that comment Darth yeah, yeah. so i, I understand so where I. you're coming from but uh that may work in starcraft uh, not so much in the real world and fumble, oh, fumble. Browns oh, there it. oh they're advancing it keep going keep going all right now if only this game mattered <laughs> Reporter uh, says, I think they could have left out multiplayer for this game. Well, okay, now that's interesting. I can only ask you this. Okay. If, it, if the multiplayer was gone, right. it was a single player only, I and mean, you had a single player campaign with the Taliban, would that be okay? Um, like like you had like a, an American campaign and a Taliban campaign? Yes. I think you'd have the still... I think you would too. I, I think you'd have, you still have the controversy, but now you had the, the added controversy of why do you have a first-person shooter without the multiplayer? I mean, is... Is there any first-person like shooter that, that doing, comes out nowadays right. that that's, isn't multiplayer? It's like they still doing are. the bad stuff, but you're just trying to avoid the worst of it by not having them all that bad. Yeah, it's, it would be stupid. The whole point of making a first-person shooter yes. is to have the multiplayer. And I believe Jake DeLoma's out now. Now we're looking at Seneca Wallace, who I really like. Uh, I'm okay with it. I, I want to see what Colt McCoy. I want to see what this kid's got. Is he the greatest? No, but I, no. I, I think uh, Seneca Wallace could be a starter. I don't think Colt McCoy's the greatest either. So, yeah. but, you know. Anywho. More football talk. I, oh, that's uh, none left wants to know. Since you're focused on IRC, did you Rickroll Baron? Um, no, I we, wanted to. No, you I had one I for was, him. I was and waiting for, for it. Yeah. I was waiting for it, but I didn't see anything. So, I it was literally at the eleventh hour. I decided not to. I uh, literally told the dude who's uh, um, running, who's the DJ. I, I switched the songs literally right before we hit the dance work. I actually had one for him, and I had one for you, Highlander. Now, I, I I did have the DJ toward the end of the night play. The, the Rick Ross. Did you? I, I did. might have I been outside. I was glad. Yeah, it was, it was right near the end. I think uh, Mystic Mim was opening the envelopes and everything. So that could be. I was with her. Right so. near the end of it, yeah. Oscar says, to be honest, I don't think that removing all that player will make, would make very little difference. No, very because much difference. like I said, you're still going to have the controversy of playing as the right. Taliban shooting American soldiers. And well, I should say, um, like, was it UN sponsor or whatever? The multi- multinational force? Yes. It's whatever they're NATO. calling it. I don't, I don't NATO know. and Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, then you have the added controversy of not having multiplayer in a game where really the whole point of having the game is for multiplayer. But I do, I wonder why, unless this actually did happen. Uh, All right. Touchdown Browns. Jesus See, Christ. that's why I like Seneca Wallace, because he is very mobile. He is a running quarterback. See, I'm, I'm not, I don't like the stream skipped. Oh, good. I, I'm not a big fan of the mobile quarterback. I think that, that time has come and gone. I don't know. Yeah, tell that to, uh, what the hell is uh, Troy Smith doing these with days? Some, uh, they're working with some plays right now where it's Seneca Wallace and Josh Cribbs 
at the same time. That could be dangerous. Yeah, they have them both lined up like just two backs back there. Then you, you don't know what to expect. There is no Taliban campaign. I understand that Porta, but the yeah, point is, gonna, this is just what it comes down yeah. to. Right, it comes down to is you're going to be able to take take a man of a Taliban player and shoot an American. Yes, that's that's actually I think it's only in the multiplayer, if I remember correctly. So therein lies the. I cannot believe we scored two touchdowns. Somebody take a screenshot. This will never happen again. I know we haven't scored two touchdowns in about two years. <laughs> I'm not kidding either. Literally, that's serious. Yeah. Seriously. Um, but uh, <sighs> Delome looked a lot better than Wallace. Like I was watching while you were talking. Uh, that was the first pass that Wallace had uh, made. All the other ones were bing, bing. I think this is this game. Is it ready to come out yet? Yeah, I think it's still in development, isn't it? Which one? I just yeah, I just closed it. Uh, the Medal of Honor. Uh, it's coming out really soon. Okay. Like, it's, it's nearly done. I was going to say, I would expect this to become a, a much bigger controversy as it gets closer to release. Are we going to do this one? Oh, um, do we have time to do that one? Uh, Darth Tidy says, what if it was a UN soldier you were shooting, Emp? Um... Well, that's why I said it's not just American soldiers. It's also, you know, NATO soldiers. I don't give I, – I wouldn't give my left – I wouldn't give a penny for the UN. I, I think I've made that abundantly clear. I think it's a useless organization, more corrupt than anything else. Um, having said that, would I feel bad if it was a NATO soldier being shot? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I'd still have a problem with it because it's still current. Those are still our buddies are still our allies getting shot at. You mean if it was a British guy getting killed, would I care as much? Yeah, I still would. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. You know, Good Lord. As long as it's not Americans being shot. I'm, I'm watching a commercial right now for McDonald's. Oh a yeah, you didn't see 50 that. Fifty piece McNugget. Yeah. Fifty piece chicken McNuggets. What the What the hell do you need fifty chicken McNuggets? For? I imagine that would be for a bunch of people a party. It's got to be. Yeah, I, I would fifty and and only ten bucks. That's that's a pretty good deal. I do know that they actually. Uh, do you know who what Rover's Morning Glory is? Yeah, okay. I don't listen, but uh, yeah, I listen to it on occasion. Um, since I can only get FM at work, but um. Actually, was, you, you would like what my father listens because I have to drive with my father, and he uh, he loves fourteen twenty. I listen to it on occasion. He loves all that stuff, which with, I uh, Bill Cunningham and uh, uh, you know Michael Savage and the rest. Uh, it's um, what the hell is this guy's name in the morning? I can't remember. Bill Bill Bennett. Yeah, Bill Bennett. Yeah, Bill Bennett in the morning, and then it's some other guy, and then um, uh, if I can get him in the I morning, I'll listen. I listen. To, I'll I can't listen remember to the names now, but yeah, they listen. To, he listens to Michael Savage also. But this is the complete reverse. Anyways, they have mm. one, of the, one of their the characters on the show, or one of the guys. His name is Dumb. Mm. Uh, his challenge was to eat a hundred McNuggets in an hour. He did it in forty minutes. I was going to say, I, I think it'd be possible. Yeah, he did. Apparently, he was then very sick for the rest of the year. At least that right. you know, on the radio, well, usually, it's kind of hard to tell. Usually, what you have to do, like uh, have you ever seen Man vs. Food? Yeah. So we, yeah, like like uh, that Miriam's guy. Fit, in Mr. order Man's to eat show. all that, he literally runs like ten miles a day. Yeah, I was wondering why he wasn't fatter than that. Because no, yeah. because he built he goes crazy working out so that his metabolism can handle all that food. I guess you'd have to run ten miles yeah. a day to get that. So um, we have a couple more topics to hear. It's already eight thirty. I think we should take a break before we head into the final half hour of the show. All right, we still got to do the quickening. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. We've done we're going to do three hours of broadcasting with two what eight minute breaks. That's not bad. Friggin' insane. Not bad. We, All right. we still got it. Yeah. Uh, so much more to get to. We're not going to have enough time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back here in about uh, eight minutes. Named Hollywood director and producer Sam Raimi calls longtime friend and actor Bruce Campbell into a meeting to discuss his latest role in the upcoming World of Warcraft movie. Bruce, how are you, man? Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'm glad you could make it. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Listen, Bruce. As you know, I'm directing the new World of Warcraft movie by Blizzard. And I know we have a running agreement that if I'm directing a movie, you at least get to make a cameo. So I'd like to talk to you about what character you're going to be playing. I have an idea in mind. 
What do you think? Groovy. Excellent, excellent. Listen, I knew you'd be on board with the idea. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I want you to play the part of Thrall. Maybe I'm a Chinese jet pilot. No, 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 no. Hear me out, hear me out. Listen, he's the leader of the Horde, which is it's like a collection of monsters like trolls and orcs and ogres and goblins and, and of course, your favorite, Bruce, the undead. And uh, for some reason, I've never actually been able to figure out, it's got bloody elves of some kind. Uh, to be honest, none of this game's storyline seems to fit together or make a lick of sense. But hey, whatever, they're paying me a ton of money. Uh, the point is, I want you to be Thrall for the movie. Hail to the king, baby. Well, actually, he's not a king, he, he's a war chief. It's like a king, but more of a military leader of the orcs. He's like a cross between this, this badass warrior and a land-loving, tree-hugging shaman hippie of some sort. He's not really a good guy or a bad guy, but, but kind of in the middle. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Well, he uses a war hammer, actually, but not a gun. B but you've got the right idea. Anyways, I've got this whole idea mapped out in my head, and I know exactly how it's going to look and how the storyline is going to play out. I just can't wait to start shooting and directing the cast. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. What? Jack Nicholson isn't already... I've already got him signed to play Ronan. He, he better not be bailing out on us. I'll sue his ass for breach of contract. Ah. Well, I got some good news. And the good news is that my wife is going to be playing the opposite of you, and she's going to be playing as Sylvanas, Queen of the Undead. You know my wife, don't you, Bruce? I've got her picture right here on my desk, see? Honey, you got real ugly. I can't believe you just called my wife ugly. Take it back right now, or I'm going to come around this desk, and I'm going to make you. Yo, she-bitch. Let's go. And knock it off, Bruce. I swear to God, I will knock you the hell out. I don't want to come down and beat you down, but you can't just call my wife ugly. Take it back now. Come get some. You know, screw this. I'm going to call security. I'm going to have you hold out of here. What? What? What are you doing with your pants? Why are you taking down your pants? See this? This is my boomstick. Jesus! What the hell is wrong with you? This is stop waving your junk around. That's disgusting. Stop gesturing to your crotch. I'm not coming anywhere near that. Give me some sugar, baby. Security! Get in here and restrain this man. You two, grab him. He's acting, talking like he's nuts. He's out of his mind. Don't listen to him. All right, you primitive screwheads. Listen up. No, no, don't be gentle. Just pick him up and throw him off the studio grounds. Absolutely insane. I have no idea what's gotten into him. After their altercation, Sam Raimi decided not to... You know what? I, I, I'm going to go ahead and stop this here for a second. Apparently, Orisama really doesn't like it. I don't, I don't know why. I, I thought everybody else liked it, but I guess not. He's, he's bitching about, oh, it was a horrible skit. I hated it. I didn't like the way it ended. So because of that, um, as you do know, although we are back, uh, the rules are still in place and always happen. If you complain about what I'm playing, it will get worse. So I now subject you to punishment music. If you don't like it, folks, in IRC, you can take it up with Orosama. Uh, he's the one to blame. Well, here I am in my tubby again, and my tubby's all filled with water and nice fluffy suds. And I've got my soap and washcloth to wash myself, and I've got my nifty scrub brush to help me scrub my back, and I've got a big fluffy towel to dry myself when I'm done. But there's one other thing that makes tubby time the very best time of the whole day. And do you know what that is? It's a very special friend of mine, my very favorite little pal. Oh. 
Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Vo-vo-vo-dee-o. Rubber ducky, joy of joys. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber ducky, you're my very best friend, it's true. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby, I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rubber dub dubby, rubber ducky, you're so fine. And I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Hey, rubber ducky, would you like me to scrub your back with my nifty little scrub brush? You would? Okay, how's this? Hey, you want me to scrub behind your ears? Ooh, I see. You don't have any ears, do you? Well, how about your tummy? Scrub his little ducky tummy. Ooh, he's ticklish. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby, I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rub-a-dub-dubby, rub-a-ducky, you're so fine. And I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber ducky, I'd like a whole pond of rubber ducky. I'm awfully fond of you. Louis the Sixteenth was the king of France in seventeen. 89 He was worse than Louis the 15th He was worse than Louis the 14th He was worse than Louis the 13th He was the worst since Louis the 1st <laughs> King Louis was living like a king But the people were living rotten. So the people, they started an uprising, which they called the French Revolution. And of course, you remember their battle cry, which will never be forgotten. You went the wrong way, old King Louis. The population cried Cause all you did was sit and pet With Marie Antoinette In your place at Versailles And now the country's gone kablooey So we are giving you the air That ought to teach you not to spend all your time Fooling round at the Folie Berger If you had been a nicer king We wouldn't do a thing But you were bad, you must admit We're gonna take you and the queen Down to the guillotine And shorten you a little bit You came the wrong way, old King Louis And now you ain't got far to go Too bad you won't be here to see That great big Eiffel Tower Or Bridget Bardot 
King Louis, we say fooey. You disappointed all of France. But then what else could we expect from a king in silk stockings and pink satin pants? You filled your stomach with chop suey And also crepe Suzettes and steak And when they told your wife Marie that nobody had bread She said let them eat cake We're gonna take you and the queen Down to the guillotine It's somewhere in the heart of town And when that fella there is through With what he's gonna do You'll have no place to wear your crown You came the wrong way, old King Louis. Now we must put you on the shelf. That's why the people are revolting, cause Louis, you're pretty revolting yourself. Jump rope, don't you? You say zip zop, zoom a bop. Sesame Street without a bulletproof vest? Forget about it.
intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Hey there, studly men. The paladins of Azeroth need to chat it up with you right now. Hear us issue our sails of command and lay the hammer of justice to each other. Oh, I'm so excited. My nipples are hard. So call 1-900-FAIRY-POLLY to talk with us, the girly man of Azra. I think I just popped my shield. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. That always gets me right there. Down below. You know the waist? Your shoes? Yes. Okay. That's uh, Ariana's got a hot voice. Bottom she does. line. 
Well, welcome back to the Emperor's Court here on Versa World Productions, VWProductions.com. Uh, I'm Emperor, joined by Highlander. And we're Always a pleasure. Last 25 minutes of the show, actually last 15, so we're probably going to go over again. So having said that, uh, we'll probably need to do the quickening because I'm sure that's the highlight of the show. We haven't even gotten to yet. Wow, well, thank you for and saying we'll, that. And then we'll, let's be honest, it, it is. That's okay. what everybody tunes in for, right? Alrighty. Okay, maybe not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, now for the quickening. Here we are, born to be kings, we're the Greetings, Highlander. You call? have the manners of a goat. All right, Hunter, what do you have for us today? All righty. I have, I'm going for quantity over quality on this one. One, two, three, four. Only five questions, but I think you they're mean all... quality over, over quantity is what you meant. That's exactly what I meant. Okay. The all other right. one. So uh, anyway, if you would like your question asked on the quickening, you can always do so by emailing me at highlander1g at gmail.com. Here we go. The quickening. Question, my dog ran away last week. Have you seen him? Yes. As a matter of fact, I have your dog. And if you want to see him again, you're going to have to pay handsomely for him. And by pay handsomely, I don't mean a large sum of money. I actually mean look good when you give me the money. It's just like that old saying goes, a handsome man always gets his bitch back. (laughs) Unless, of course, you're a woman. In which case, you will have to dress as a man. Wear a suit, put on a fake beard, throw a roll of quarters or a tube sock down your pants. I don't need to know the particulars. Just as long as you pay handsomely when your dog gets back, when you get your dog back. Because I do love the image of dog blood spraying all over a man's suit. Whoops, did I just use my outside voice to say that? Spoiler alert. Seriously, make with the money. That's disgusting. Or he'll die. Question, if I see you when I am asleep, should I consider it a dream or a nightmare? Nightmare. The answer is both. You see, I'll start off by giving you all the money in the world and fulfilling all your sexual desires. Then afterward, I'll grow claws on my hand, a hat, and a striped shirt. Just like in that movie, <laughs> Free Willy 2. So if you dream about me, you'll not only wet the bed, you'll have a wet dream, which you think would be kind of cool, but it's not. It's not cool. It's not cool to dream about me. So do, with, do us both a favor and don't, you sick bastards. Question, why doesn't glue stick to the inside of the bottle? Because Jesus told it not to. And the glue was all like, oh, crap, I better not stick to the bottle because, dude, that's Jesus. He could turn me into monkeys or something. And they all lived happily ever after. Which is how you end all fairy tales because, as we all know, just like Jesus, glue doesn't actually exist. Question, I've been using Axe body spray and deodorant for a while now, but I've not had any half-naked hot chicks running after me. Is that due to false advertising, or am I just not attractive enough for Axe to work? Oh, you silly, silly man, that was just a commercial. As we all know, sex sells, and if you show a guy with a product surrounded by half-naked hot women, guys are going to think that if they have that product, the same scenario will happen to them. In actuality, it's just a marketing ploy used by companies to sell their product. So don't take them too literally, because commercial use ploys, commercials use a lot of ploys like that. That and you are ugly as a dog. <laughs> Seriously, get a haircut or shoot yourself. That way people can say, why is he so ugly? Oh, he shot himself in the face. That explains it. That and you'll really be in with the necrophiliacs. 
Question, how come you can't taste your own tongue? Ah, but you can taste your own tongue. Just get some DNA from your tongue, clone it, put it in a sandwich, and eat it. Then you will know what your tongue tastes like. Until you throw up when you realize you just ate your own tongue. And then after you realize you just wasted hundreds of thousands of dollars cloning your own tongue when you could have been saving the, saving the money for the starving children of Africa. Seriously, they could have ate that tongue. You could have started your own charity, Tongues for Africa. Jesus Christ, how do you think of the response for this? Do you, what kind of twisted, mentally handicapped person are you to actually sit down and think this through to respond to this shit? But instead, you chose to be a selfish bastard by keeping your tongue to yourself, which is what you should have done in the first place with this question. And that's the quickening, folks. If you'd like your question asked always, you can email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. I don't know what's worse. The people actually send in the questions, the people that ask the questions, or how you respond to them. Uh, wait, where's the sexism and racism? It's not uh, putting without it? Sexism would have came in with the Axe body spray. Or the fact that something about a bitch having to dress up to get her dog back. Yes, that would be a handsome man always gets his bitch back. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So there's some sex. There's racism. Uh, I hate Hindus. You hate Hindus? Yeah, so that covers the racism part. Okay. I think it is. Right? Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's a religion. That's a religion. Uh, you, yeah, hate, no, I, you hate Indian people. Yeah. Dot, not, woo. Not dot, not feather. Okay. There we go. I think they should clarify things up real nice. All right, uh, well, we've got about 12 minutes left in the show. I was customizing a baseball glove here during the break. I'm looking to get a new pro glove. Only question is, do I want SSK, which is a Japanese company, or do I want Rawlings? A nice heart of the hide. I want neither because I don't play baseball. Yeah, I know. I've seen you throw. It's sad, really. That's because I don't play baseball. Okay, a lot of people that don't play baseball still know how to throw and catch. Mystic Mim can throw and catch, sort of. Sort of. Are you saying she knows how to pitch and catch? She can catch. Just not pitch. Not particularly well. Okay. Parents say video games are good for kids. Parents say video games are good. Yeah, this is a little different. This is from June 21st, a little dated. This is from BigPondNews.com. Three-quarters Australian parents believe that video games have a positive effect on their children, according to a survey commissioned by video game makers THQ. Okay, oh. well, that <laughs> there you go. That validates the credibility of And uh, 10 out of 10 people think smoking is great, according to Philip Morris. <laughs> <laughs> However, half of parents are divided on whether video games are a true social experience for children. The survey of more than 1,000 parents with children ages 5 to 12 said. 97% of Australian households own one or more video game consoles. And 60% of parents spend an average of up to two hours a week playing video games with their kids. 97% of Australians? Look, I know there's not a whole lot of people out there. That's Australia. It's a freaking... Look, there's a reason why they're on the bottom of the world. What? And? Yeah, it's like, look, it's England's it's, refuse. It was a compost pile for the English Empire. British funny, Empire. isn't that how America got started? Actually, no. People, people that were so uptight, the British didn't want anything to do with them? Those weren't really Americans. Those were pilgrims. People actually made America with English, and they had money. They wanted to make money. This is a money place. That's why they, sent, that's why they came here. Mm. So there you go. I see. Wow, I get fatigued all of a sudden. It just hit really? me like a wave. Oof. Well, then I'll keep reading that. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Nine out of ten Australian parents wish they had more time to play with their kids, spending an average of just over 11 hours in kids' activities each week. You know, I like, wish I had more time to play games, too, but... Well, these include watching TV, which is 3.25 hours, playing outdoors, only two hours, playing sports, two hours, playing with toys, one and a half hours, uh, one hour for board games, and then one hour for video games. Uh, social demographer Mark McCrindle says four out of five of the video games are played as a family. 
with the uh, you just moved the screen. Now I lost myself. With the same number of parents saying they enjoy playing video games with their children. Lies. They all lied, huh? Yes. Parents don't like playing games with their kids. They parents play don't like playing their games kids. with their kids. Uh, video games? No. It's kind of hard to play Grand Theft Auto with your five year old. I mean, you can try. Well, Grand Theft Auto. Okay, look, little Bobby, because when you're older, you'll need to know this. Game. Anytime you see a hooker, run her over to get your money back. All right. I don't think they're playing Grand Theft Auto with oh, their really? five-year-old. Oh, really? Okay, because there's a lot of winning parents out there. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> with such a chipper attitude, I, I don't <laughs> see how it, 76% of parents believe video games can have a positive effect on kids when played in moderation, including improved motor skills and hand-eye coordination, which is at 94%, problem-solving skills, 91%, and creativity at 72%. See, and this is a topic down here. 41% of parents find it hard to monitor with video games are appropriate for their children, the survey found. And that's something we've discussed ad nauseum before. Right. I, see, I don't think they... Do they have the same rating system in Australia? I think there's actually stricter than ours. None left. Is that true, that, they, uh, that there is a very strict rating system in Australia for games? Apparently fell asleep. Uh, yes, our Australian um, uh, IRC rep apparently has collapsed and passed out, mostly. mostly. You're in Ventrilo, dude. You can say that so we can hear him. I was looking for him to say something instead of typing, because we're looking at the article on IRC. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. South Australian children are the most active video gamers uh, in the country. Yeah, okay, we ignore that. Blah, blah, blah. We don't care no, who's you know, state just all where yeah. it goes what. So that's the end of the article. I'm playing Fire Emblem lately. So what was the what, what was the point of us reading that? Just to find it interesting that parents like playing I, video games. Yes, with kids? because we always hear that you know it's a detriment to kids' health. These parents hate video games. I mean, there is the uh, he's got a breakaway. Well, there the we go. Hey, that was like good twenty thirty yards. Not bad. But you know the parent. What is it? There's a parents commission against video game or something like that. There's some kind of watchdog group that's actually pretty big. You're talking about that one guy who wants to ban the violent video game. Actually, there's a, um, games. Uh, Dick Cheney's wife is a part of uh, is a part of some parent watchdog group against video games. Yeah, and music so is uh, well, I, I'm talking about Australia, but in America, so is right. uh, Joe Lieberman as well. I believe also Tipper Gore. Anyways, the point being that it's just interesting to see something uh, uh, the pendulum go the other way for a change. Thing, video games are actually good; they actually have a positive effect in some regard to children. And it's interesting having the parents say that. So, you know, again, it's just something a little different that you normally don't hear. That's all. Oh, okay, that's true. I, I, found, I found the article interesting, but I didn't know what what, what was our spin going to be on it. That you think they're lying, or do you no? Think I just think it, it's an interesting. I mean, you have to call into question the credibility of the person doing it since it's THQ, right? It's okay. THQ, so they're obviously going to want to skew things in their particular. It's genre. like actually the drug the drug cartel recently <laughs> released a poll saying Cocaine's most people like cocaine. Great. Yeah, exactly. Well, most people that take cocaine usually do like it. That's why they keep taking it. That's, that's what my dad always said. It was like, look, you know, if you take drugs, you're going to like them, and you're going to get stuck on them. It's the whole point of the drug. So don't take him in the first place. Then you won't have to get stuck in him. I remember what it was I want to bring up in regards to the uh, the anime pirating and all that. Recently, I came across a, uh, a series that I'm sure a lot of people have already played called Fire Emblem. Um, really like it. It's very similar to Langrisir. Um And I'm about to complete the Game Boy version, the Game Boy Advance version. I found out that a lot of the games in the Fire Emblem series were never released in America, which is true of a lot of games, of uh, a lot of game series. They can, yeah. yeah. So I, my question was, was it, um, this is some using emulators and ROMs to play, in which I know a lot of people look down upon. Mm-hmm. But these were mostly games that were never released in America that somebody went back and translated it into English. Right, right. It wasn't necessarily a bad thing that I'm going back and, and using an emulator and ROM to play games that were not commercially released in the United States. Or should I have bought the game Touchdown Browns? Yep. I'll be damned. Three touchdowns in one game. It's not even halftime yet. That's incredible. You people have no idea how. Did you take a screenshot of that? Yeah. Of course, it's probably, never happened. it's probably because it's Scrubs versus Scrubs and nobody cares about the score. But well, Anyway, why do people take games so seriously, Spyro? 
Well, well, it is a gaming show for one, but uh, I think he means regards to people that are are you know parents, the parent watchdog group, and all that for games. Oh, oh let's okay. be honest, games do have a very large uh, influence over people. Now we can we can argue back and forth whether or not it has enough influence to make you go shoot up Columbine High School or not. But I think we've I think we've discussed. I'm that sure before. we have to, we've tackled that before, yeah. but it does have. And there really should be some kind of, of limitations on what children should see and play. Now, when you get up to, you know, like an adult, obviously I, I don't care as much. Nude Medium saying, uh, import it and play the emulator one amp. Yeah, I, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not licensed here, I, I don't see any reason why you can't. Now, what if it happens if somebody was to emulate and play a ROM of a game that's licensed here? Uh, then they would be breaking the law. I see. What if they own the game in the system, but they chose to put it on their computer? You mean if they themselves owned it? Yeah, if so they themselves say, owned it, they can do whatever they want. I have a Game Boy Advance, and I have the game itself, but I hate playing on a screen that's five inches big or three inches big, and I choose to play on a 30-inch monitor. Uh, well, first off, it would look like crap because you're blowing it up so huge. Okay, really? Let's let's pull it up here. I've got it. Ha-ha. Actually, I do actually own these games. In fact, I was playing Advance Wars 2 the other night, too. Um, I prefer... It's kind of funny when I got the PSP. The first thing I bought, immediately bought with it, was I went out and got the uh, attachment that allows you to play on a big screen. It's only a 32 inch on a 50 inch screen. You've seen it played, Final right. Fantasy Tactics, and it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me pull up the emulator here. Uh, da, 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 da. I actually own these games. I own the American versions, and I own the. Um, unfortunately, oh, I don't you, have... you said you actually own this. Yes, I own the games. I just only playing on. Oh, a okay. Well, then screen. I don't have a problem with that. Right. It's the same thing like um, downloading music. If you already own the CDs, then it doesn't. doesn't you know matter. what? I have my controller that I won from Blizzard from that Shockcast. Uh, See, it, it looks okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the graphics themselves aren't bad when you blow it up. Yeah. It's funny, years ago, in 2005, I think it was, they had a Shoutcast competition for Warcraft 3. I actually won that one, too. Did you really? Yeah, actually, that Nyko controller over there um, in oh, the corner one, looks okay. like, a, like a PlayStation controller on steroids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually got fans built into the handles that actually cools your hand to keep them from sweating. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. So I kind of need that plugged into the computer, which is where the Alexis, um, my board is plugged in my soundboard here, so I can't mm-hmm. really start the game. But, I, you know, I actually had some people, I was debating this with a couple others, and said that it actually was breaking the law. Even if you did own it, then you it's supposed to be played on the Game Boy. No. Not I, supposed to be played on I, I think if, on if, a computer. if you owned, I, I actually think in terms of like the music, because I know with music, if you own the CD, then you can download the the torrent or the whatever. Right. So I would think if you extrapolate that to everything, every media, then as long as you own the game, then you can download that and play it that way. See, Aro Summer says, I used to work at McDonald's, and one of the managers used to let her kids play Grand Theft Auto so she could be the cool mom. Aro Summer, do you know how old those kids were? I'm curious. Angry Badger says, there's the thing for the Wii to play DS games, I think. Um, Why are there no porn games? Well, there, there are porn games in the U.S. You just uh, don't hear about them because there's not that many. And they're not BMXXX? Yeah, uh, that one was kind of... Remember the worst video oh, game? Oh, yeah, that's X? right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they decided that, uh, well, this this franchise is pretty good, but what it really needs is uh, boobs and crotch shots. It was pretty bad. But um, I, I'm enjoying the, the... I'm kind of splitting my time between Fire Emblem and StarCraft II. I got so many games behind on it. I went out and bought... Uh, the Fire Emblem games, the one for the GameCube and the one for the Wii, because the one for the Wii just came out. You can play the GameCube one on the Wii. Mm-hmm. I figure if I can play it on a big screen, then I'm cool with it. I just don't like playing on the small ones. There's a lot of handheld games I like and like to play, and that's why I'm glad the PSP has a connection. The Game Boy Advance did, too. You could do it through the GameCube up to your screen, onto the uh, TV. This one particularly big. So, or someone says they're six and eight years old. 
A six and eight year old who plays playing Grand Theft Auto? I, I don't think they could play Grand Theft Auto. I think it'd be but, just too complex. Right. I don't think they know what the hell they're doing. Let alone the the themes and everything. Right. It's, if we're talking about games, before we before we wrap it up, I wanted to bring this up too. Um, and I, I talked to you about this already, so I'm curious about your your opinion about it. Okay. Um, while we were off, I, I picked up a couple games uh, for the 360. Uh, some of them good, some of them bad. Uh, some of them I knew they were bad, but I bought them anyway because sometimes I enjoy playing crappy games, games, especially when they're ten it's like bucks. Watching a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like uh, <clears throat> I picked up Alone in the Dark, the 2008 version for the 360. Horrible game. Good lord, the controls are pissant. But the the thing that struck my eye at least is uh it was broken up into chapters like most of those games kind of are okay but then after you complete the chapter when it goes to the next chapter there's this little recap thing like a screen pops up with the logo and it said previously on alone in the dark like and then it goes it does like a recap of the game that's right it's at the end of the game after every you already beat that no no i'm talking about after every chapter okay like like you like you you play chapter like in alone in the dark you play Play chapter chapter one right and then and then you're like, you, you'll, usually they ask if you want to save your game. It's like, yes, I want to save it. So save it. And then after it's saved, it goes, previously on Alone in the Dark. And it does a recap of Chapter 1. And it's like, I, I just played Chapter 1. You, you know don't what? need a recap. It might be under the assumption that you saved the game, and then you turned it off and left, and you came back later, and you didn't remember, necessarily remember it. Because I've had that, too. When I play a game, I'll save it and come back to it like three weeks or a month later, and I have no idea what the hell's going on. Well, see, Maybe, Mosky is already uh, jumping the boat with this. Right. The, the reason why I brought this up is because other games I bought, like I bought Alan Wake, right. which was a great game. Which was a great game. Loved that game. Uh, but it did the same thing. After each chapter, it was like, previously on Alan Wake. And it would go through this whole little recap thing, almost like it was like a, like a television show. And then I got uh, Deadly Premonition, which is a weird game. So I had like a bad game, a good game, and a just plain weird game. Uh, but Deadly Premonition did the same thing. Only they didn't say Deadly Premonition. They said previously during the investigation. Okay. But I, I, I guess this is like a, like a trend now. I don't, I don't quite understand the... Is, is it because they think that people don't play games so long, like in between chapters, that... You're going to forget about. What's I mean, that's going what on I assume it was. Uh, are they I, I, trying to be kind of cool and new? And it's yeah, like, I think it's like a TV to, show. Type I think thing? they're trying to make it more like a cool TV show kind of thing. Because that's, be. that's really what it felt like with the, you know previously on blah 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 blah. You know, I just it just. I mean, it's not something I'm going to get pissed off about. I just found it odd that you know I picked up three games and all three of them had the same same thing, same kind of tag to it. Which I guess that's the in thing now for some reason. Says, it's it's episodic gaming, which is supposed to be a cool new feature. I guess. I mean, that, but most games are episodic. I mean, it's. I mean, really by, they by are. having it by chapters, it's pretty much redundant. You understand yeah. that chapter? I mean, it's broken up into episodes. But and most the chapters. Yeah, but like I said, most most games are like that. I mean, even I mean, I'll, I'll even go as far as uh, well, the game we talked about, Mist. Yeah, Mist is episodic. You go to the you go to the one world and do the stuff, then you come back to the main base. Maybe it's just making it. a little more on the nose. It's I think just, it's yeah. just I think it's a little too on the nose and trying to be more like like a television show. In my opinion, being a little casual friendly for those who don't play for fifteen hours straight. I guess. Badger. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's not that I'm going to get mad about. I just it found just it odd like a, a that weird of, of three games I picked up that all three of them happen to do the same thing. Spyro wants to know about the real. Did we cover the real ID thing? Is this, he knows another internet podcast? One of the show hosts got stalked because of it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we covered the uh, real ID in the first half hour of the show. Um, I don't, I don't think anybody would want to stalk us. I, yeah. I know I'm pretty boring. Um, so. but anyway, just uh. I guess just to do a quick review, uh, definitely buy Alan Wake if you have a 360. It's only on 360. Uh, I would pick up Deadly Premonition. It's if if you like if if you like movies that are so bad they're good. It's not a horrible game, 
but there are certain aspects of it that are just ridiculous. Like it's 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 almost like Twin Peaks. You're you're an FBI agent and you go into town and trying to solve this murder. But the the music choices and the dialogue options, it's just really really strange. Like someone, there's some sort of disconnect. Like really, that's that's the that's the music you chose. You're you're gonna talk like that? Okay. Uh, and then Alone in the Dark, um, I probably it, it was only ten bucks, so I can't complain because it was only ten bucks. But uh, I would probably say go on YouTube and watch a Let's Play of it rather than buy it because the the controls are just ridiculously horrible. Redonkulous. It's, nice. it's redonkulous. People are mentioning there's a Defense of the Ancients for StarCraft 2. I don't care about that. I wish that, I wish there was a decent risk mod. There was an awesome risk mod in Warcraft 3, and they ported it over to StarCraft 2 during the beta. It's called Risk Revolution. And I've seen it, and I've hosted a couple games, but I cannot get anybody to join my games, and I have not seen anybody else hosting it. It's very disappointing. I love to play the risk mod on StarCraft 2. Mm-hmm. Risk is awesome. Having said that, we've come to the end of our show. We're only three minutes over, so I guess it's not bad. So, Em, what did we learn today? I learned that we're back after a three-month break and nothing has changed. I learned that some people are uh, concerned about playing the Taliban in a video game. I learned that people are overly sensitive about dick wolves raping internet characters. I learned about the word dick wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one. I'm going to file that one away for later. I learned that uh, VTW Productions now has an IRC uh, video chat, which is I found very interesting. Uh, I learned that, uh, once again, Twilight is horrible, and uh, Bella and Edward are the worst characters ever written. I did not learn that. I knew that. Of course. Awesome. But they might have. They might have. There you go. I have learned that, once again, Blizzard released a game that did not get released with all the features it was supposed to have. I learned that uh, games are trying to be like TV shows in order to cash in on coolness factor. I also have learned, although I didn't learn, I just told all of you, that tomorrow, Clan Imperial Guard turns 14 years old, August 15th, 1996. Wow. In two years, it can drive. I Shriggs learned that he is the Archbishop of the Cult of the Emperor. That's right, for the prayer uh, that he wrote. I learned that the Video Game Hall of Fame is going to be in, in uh, BFE, Iowa. BFE, Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, there's your boy. Here he is. Colt McCoy. He's not my boy. I thought you said you wanted to see him play. I want to see him play. I didn't say I like him. Oh, okay. I, I, I do not. Well, why, why, why do you want to see him play if you don't like him? I like to see people fail. Okay, fair enough. I'm not that I'm a I'm Tim I'm not a Tim Tebow guy either. I didn't like any real quarterback coming out of the draft. Did you see the hazing thing that you yeah, had to go through? Yeah, they put up with it. Yeah, like the Franciscan monk look. Other than other than that d bag who refused to carry the uh, shoulder pads. Isn't yeah. that ridiculous? Like I ain't doing nothing. Because like if, if if that was the case, I would never talk to him. Right. Oh, and then I'm sure that's what's going to happen is he's going to be ostracized. Yeah. Clever. Come on. You got to put up with. A we little did bit. that and when I played baseball. We'd haze. If you were a new guy in the team, first year, you got the hell kicked out of you for at least two games. Sure. You know, you had to carry all the equipment. You had to carry all the uh, the Gatorade bottles. You know, you we used to put donuts mineral, or whatever the hell. Yeah. Mineral ice in your cap when you weren't paying attention. and Steal your glove. You know, it's a perpetual thing, like thing because then you can uh, do it to the next level. Put your put the icy hot or the mineral ice in your uh, cup. <laughs> Why can't the new game Scott Pilgrim vs. the World be called Octane Hordak vs. the World? Uh, that's not a game. That is a movie. movie. Although it is uh, game based. Have you seen some of the? Yeah, things some they of the have trailers. like a, yeah. the trailers. They have like it's, it's set up almost like a fighting game. We'll have to talk about that when it comes out. See what we think that means actually having to go and see it. I, so. I'll, I'll go see. I'll yeah, if you're paying, you know it's ten fifty to go see a movie now. Crocker uh, Park's ten fifty. See, I don't go to Crocker. I go to Strong. Okay, all right. And it's, 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 it's the one in uh, uh, Middleburg Heights is like ten bucks too. I'll shoot a brick. I'm like what? I don't want to see it in three D. Oh, it's not three D. It's a regular movie. It's thirteen dollars in three D. I'm like what? you got to be kidding me. Over a movie? Wow, for 3D, 13. And you wonder why people pirate this stuff offline. 
Ah, well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everybody who turned out tonight. I know it's a new time and a new place. We've got a, quite a big crowd. I'm surprised. I, I'm you. happily surprised. I want to thank none left, our IRC rep, for doing what he always does, which is a phenomenal job. Get your hand off my mail. But, uh, I'm just fanning myself. I learned that it's hotter it's than hell here. thousand degrees in here. Yes, it is. But McCoy passes, and he completes it. I will crack the windows as soon as the problem is we near, live near a turnpike, so of course that, that noise would come in here. Um, I want to thank, uh, let's see, you listener for tuning in. Thank us for doing a great job. Also, VW, VW Productions for keeping things going in our absence. Let's see. I want to thank Mystic Mim, who's keeping the little one out of the house so we can do this and not be interrupted. That's always a great thing. Thank you, Dave and Buster. Yes. Um, I don't think we have anybody else to thank. Other uh, than you, the listener. Or did you do that already? I did that already. Oh, okay, I just with that, so... Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget we are here now on Saturdays from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Tell everybody you know that the Emperor's Court is back. Apparently doing very well. We're picking up right where we left off. A lot of fun tonight. It was a good show, I think. Um, I had a good time. It was, yeah, I, I missed it. Is there anything else I'm thinking? I'm trying to think of any announcements. I know tomorrow is Octane Hordak's fourth anniversary. Congratulations to them. Do we still have to do the plug for that uh, commercial thing? No, we have a different commercial. Who uh, okay. I don't remember. Nobody told me, so I'm not doing it. So. <laughs> okay. I don't really care. Um... I would be more than happy to pimp out whatever sponsor was for VW Productions if I knew it, but I don't. Let's see. Any donations to the show? What's that? Non left, go ahead again. Type Frag and Audible. Actually, our clan uses Type Frag, uh, Ventral Servers. Do they really? Yes. Uh, it's a great server. We've had it for years. And you want to use a personal endorsement, there you go. We actually use ours. Nice. Um, if you wish to donate to the show, you may do so. It's Emperor1GXOX.net. Go ahead and e- uh, send a PayPal payment if you like, at least for something. We've got a couple of different things we want to do. Um, also, if you want to email the show, you may do so. Emperor1G at Cox.net. Go ahead and send in an email if you want to comment on the show. Uh, if you want to email the quickening, Highlander1G at gmail.com. We've added quite a few people, actually, all during our break on Facebook. My guess is because of our reruns airing here on the show. Go to Facebook, look up The Emperor's Court, and friend us. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting to... Yeah, we also have Twitter, which we have not used. i got to remember to start using the just Twitter. Just start using it for anything. It doesn't matter just anything. I guess, yeah. I guess I'll start Highlander using is it. eating a sandwich. Highlander is kicking his dog. Highlander is <laughs> raping a woman. It doesn't matter. Just do something. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think it'd be worse if I was raping a sandwich. I'm trying to think of it. That would be... I, okay, that's something I don't need to think about. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's it for us. God, I'm really tired of this. I'm just taking like a wave. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, internet. I haven't eaten since noon. That's probably it. That's so long, everybody. Long.